All right, everyone, we got a good one for you tonight. On Top 5 with Joey Casado, we are doing our Top 5 albums from 1984. Yes. Nice. Welcome to Top 5 with Joey Casada. Starring Joey Casada. Team Jesus, my friend. No! Am I walking around, Park? Co-starring Ernie Palooza. And the doctor, Tommy Snyder. Goddamn. Now here's your host, Joey Casada. Nice. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Top 5. I'm your host, Joey Casada. And I'm the... I don't know. <laughs> 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 COVID's kicking in. <laughs> Off to a great start. We got a lot of, of course, we got special guests tonight, but we have to welcome back the doctor's back, the monster himself. Don't believe the hype. What's up, boys? And also returning, we got Big Head Billy. Where is he? There he is. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a long time. I haven't been on in uh, months. I thought my last episode, uh, I got kicked off. You guys didn't like the way it turned out. But we had the big Donnie V on that episode. Yeah, we had to take a break from you for a little while. You're back. <laughs> in months. <Huh>? Months. <laughs> Ernie, is, and... that the death, is that the death star behind your postcard uh, COVID? <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is a COVID. <laughs> And we got returning from the playground episode. He's just recovered. Steve K. What's up, Steve? What's up, dude? What's happening, man? So this is going to be a weird episode tonight. <clears throat> it's right before Christmas Eve. <laughs> Most of us are in quarantine right now. Four out of the five of us are quarantined. Um, Ernie, his whole family has COVID. Doctor's whole family has COVID. Billy's uh, locked up in his mom's house away from his whole family. But because Steve's, his family gave him COVID. <laughs> but somehow, Steve the Greek escaped COVID. How, how did this happen, Steve? I don't know, man. Just good luck, I guess. I had no idea. <laughs> Pure luck. <laughs> Let the editing start already. Hey, listen, oh, I wouldn't call Tom. You're the guy with the wedding gown behind you. I don't know. What, what's that what? for? <laughs> what is that? Well, he runs around in the forest late at night. That was Sadie's christening uh, gown from this past summer. Oh, right. I, I can't make any jokes about it then. Something tells me with the five of us on right now, the night before Christmas Eve, I'm sure the drinks are flowing. Oh, Something God. tells me the doctor will have that dress on by the end of this episode. Oh, for sure. Doing the monkey. I'm gonna, I'm... Yes. Stopping the butter. That's what I want. Oh, well, that's what you want for Christmas? I would love it for Christmas. All I want for Christmas is the doctor doing the monkey stomping the butter. In a dress. In a there dress. In the woods. That sounds like the 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> doctor doing a monkey wearing a dress stomping the butter. Five midnight dragons. <laughs> 12 cases of COVID. <laughs> I, I, I just got a text message to order home COVID tests for $13.98. Ooh. Whoa. Send them over. 
<laughs> I've been we have, I've been seriously searching the earth for them. Can't find them anywhere. My mm. daughter has COVID. We're all lock on lockdown right now. I'm trying to find the home tests. Finally wrestled some old lady for them the other day in the supermarket. She hit me with a cane a couple times. I, I pantsed her. I pulled the pants down. I ankled her and ran out with the test. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Listen, to the family. What are you going to do? For the family, right, Ern? Absolutely, Joe. You can always make me laugh. So poor, quick, quick, poor Ernie. Quick story with my COVID deal. Um, I had nothing to do, so I ran to the hospital to see if I can get this antibody infusion. And uh, the woman said, well, what are your symptoms? And I said, I've been diagnosed with FAT. And she said, oh, you're obese? I said, yeah, I'm obese. And she goes, well, that qualifies for this injection. So I got the antibody injection. And uh, I feel great. I feel great. Are you kidding me? He just did that whole thing like he was David Lee Roth on stage. <laughs> I don't know what I'm something. I was just, I was at the doctor and... <laughs> They diagnosed me with FAT. Woo. <laughs> so it pays to be fat sometimes, gentlemen. Yeah. Did they just weigh your head? What'd they weigh? No, they just looked at me and they said, you are, you, sir, qualify. Still will be COVID and have a massive heart attack next week. <laughs> yeah, the COVID's going the heart disease here. Ernie, are you okay? Yeah, all right. Uh-oh. Oh, he does not oh, look good. Ernie's not making it through Ernie the whole episode. It. Yeah, Ernie has it. We better um, speed up this episode. Let me let me step. Let me get away from the screen. Ernie, you might I, want to start with three. Ernie, if you die on air, our ratings are going through the roof. So you have to. <laughs> no, do we it. can't. They'll blame me. Well, <laughs> since you, I wasn't going to bring it up. Since you brought it up, we had to take last week off because of what happened the week before. So anyone that tuned in two weeks ago, uh, what was the topic two weeks ago, Aaron? I don't know. Five things, me oh, kissing his ass. Five, our five favorite Christmas gifts as kids. Nice. So poor Ernie. Yeah, it started off nice. Yeah, poor Ernie from... divulged something. That, you know, I, we still haven't, you know, we haven't felt all the repercussions from it yet, but the feedback is coming in. We had to take the week off because... It was it was a disaster. I don't know if Billy, I don't know if you heard, I don't know if you heard Steve, but Ernie called Tommy a monster. Oh, he said not once, he was but a, a, few mon a few times. <clears throat> he ratted him out that for the monster that he was when he was a kid. And you know, Tommy, wow. you know, boycotted the show last week. Ernie was all emotional. We we just couldn't do a show last week. So, but we're back. Uh. The band's back together. All right. Men well, men work uh, things out. Sensitive training <laughs> this past week. Shut up, right. <laughs> See, Tommy's come a long way. He's got like pre-written apologies written for all different types of subjects. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a monster. I'm just ahead of the curve. <laughs> says, I'm a little concerned. He's in what, what's the, the 12 steps? He, he's in the 12 steps of uh his step number one, Knob Creek. <laughs> Speaking of which, we got to play the infamous Doctor. What are you drinking tonight? I just had to grab what I had laying around. Small bottle of. Oh, I mean, <laughs> now when you say laying around, we now you we know you're you're quarantining in your sister's house. It looks like some kind of spare bedroom or something. Was this in there for an emergency? Like, did you break the glass? 
<laughs> that was yes. there from the last time. This is actually where it all started, boys. This is my first podcast with you, right in this very room. Oh, I do remember. You're right. And uh, it was about drinking, too. <laughs> Any way we can get Liz on tonight? You think she'll peek her head in? Liz has COVID. She's in the back. Yeah, we all we all have it. What's the difference? Yeah, Just peek, put her uh, in. Right. All right, let me get it. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is drinking? Bill, what do you got? You got anything over there? I got, uh, you know, keeping the FAT diagnosis up. I ordered McDonald's. And I got a uh, 32 ounce Diet Coke. <laughs> nice. What about you, Greek? What do you got? I got nothing. I was, nothing. I was nothing. Not a thing. I'm going to run down and get a beer in a sec. Yeah. I was just going to say. You really are. You really I'm gonna are. Anti body. Yeah. <laughs> I advise, Steve, trust me, you're going to need something. Yeah. Yeah. Bernie, yeah. what do you got? You don't got the bookkeeper. You got nothing. <laughs> uh, I, got, I got nothing. I'm just freaking hot tea all day. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I got this voice for tonight. I got I this, this beautiful Basil Hayden bourbon. It's very nice. Oh, uh -huh. so we're both drinking bourbon tonight. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. I'm not. A, I'm usually not a bourbon guy. I'm not a Jack guy. Well, this whiskey, is, whatever. I'm yeah, whiskey, no, but... well, we're, it's both bourbon, but these are yeah, delicious. But we got a mm -hmm. we got a great topic tonight. So, uh, I sent a text to you guys the other day, just you know, on a whim. I saw it on Facebook. But I think this is a series we can keep going because there's so many, obviously, great years to cover. We're going to start with one of – I didn't realize how good of a year it was. But we're going to do the our top five albums from 1984. Why we picked 84 to start with doesn't matter. It, it just turns out that it's it's a crazy, crazy year for, for records, right? Am I, am I in, insane, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Off the charts. Yeah, no <laughs> All right, Greek, let's start with you. What do you got? Number Your number five favorite album from 1984. I should be a jerk and just um, take this one <laughs> and steal it from everybody. Because I know everybody has this as their top number one. Uh -uh. So I'm going to be like, what, what's like when you do the white elephant for the Christmas gift? And everybody's no. great. You know what I mean? I'm going to grab wrong. the first one. This You're is what wrong. you get for giving me the do option. It. Do it. Van Halen, 1984. No. <laughs> uh, I will tell you, it's not even on my list. What? Are you kidding me? What, what Joey? Did Kiss come out with five albums that year? <laughs> That's his number five and not number one? <clears throat> I, I couldn't wait till number one because everyone, I know Billy has it for his number one. Well, I know it's more. That doesn't count. No, but listen, Billy. you know how Steve works? He's got a black heart. This is what, how and it works. I'm an evil, evil person. This is what you get for having me on the podcast. No, all kidding aside, it, I would have put it as my number one, but um, I'm going to put it as my number five. I like Just it, Steve. I respect it. Look at Billy's background. Billy, you might as well change your background now. I, know, oh, this, I will this is tell the reason you this. why he doesn't get COVID. This is the reason why he doesn't get COVID. <laughs> Now thinks COVID. It just doesn't make sense. All right, whatever. I will tell I you this. maneuver everybody. You guys should know this about me by now. Tell us well, a little bit about why you love 1984, Steve. Uh, well, I mean, me and Billy are obviously the you know diehard Van Halen fans, and um, it was it was their their last album. I mean. And just that aside, it's it's a solid album. It's like every song on there is is a hit from from you know from beginning to end. Every every single song is just a hit song on there. It's a solid 
tight album. I mean, it was all over the charts. It was a fun album. It had a little bit of everything. It had some light stuff with keyboards on it, like, you know, 84 and jump. And it had some like, you know, like heavier guitar stuff and heavier drumming, you know, half a teacher and, and you know, drop dead legs. Like it had a little bit of everything. And it was still like a, a, a hard rocking album. And it was still commercial at the same time. And, it, and it's Van Halen. I mean, you know, I'll always be a diehard uh, Van Halen uh, slash David Lee Roth. You know, quick, I, quick question so. is I, sure. just out of curiosity, yeah. is that your favorite Van Halen record? Um, you know, nah, Van Halen, you know, I it's gonna sound lame to say, but Van Halen one is, is my favorite album. Yep. I mean, that that for me is like, you know, I when agree. I heard that, it was like fire dropping out of the sky. That made me want to play guitar. Van Halen one made me want to play guitar. But uh, that being said, I mean, there's some great, you know, guitar work on 84, you know? I mean, it's not like, with, with Dave, they don't have like a big catalog with David Lee Roth. So, I mean, it's like, what do they have, five, six albums to get? What is right. it, uh, one, two, dive it down. Oh, they, they got, it's plenty for for the, the, how great those records are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? absolutely. You know, yeah, listen, have... I, I love 1984, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. it, you know, the, the obviously the hits are incredible, but they're, to me, some of the rest of the album doesn't doesn't cut it. It doesn't live up to the all the other Van Halen albums. The the big hits, of course, they do. I'm not mm -hmm. a big I'll Wait fan. Uh, what's it? Girl, girl gone oh, bad. Girl gone bad. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can you mute him? Yeah, it's okay. Listen, I like That's them. That's one of my top favorite songs. Uh, I like <laughs> right? them, but they're not, to me it doesn't like 1984 wouldn't even be probably not even in my top five Van Halen albums. Wow. Okay. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, Girl Going Bad is all right. I could, but you know, I'll wait. It's a great song. I know, I yeah. like it. It's, no, it's, 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 it's a good song, but is it Van Halen good? No, no, it, it's, it's them, it's them kind of like drifting off into a little bit more of a commercial, um, uh, like, uh, kind of you know, uh, poppier area, but that doesn't make it bad. It's still interesting pop, like, I'll wait is still an an interesting pop song sure. you know it's it's uh like rhythmically in the keyboards and everything i mean you know i i, I like it personally um yeah go by van van halen. what's up co-written by van halen is it really yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. all well, right uh, billy hold on i, I like to thank all wait so go ahead i like all wait yeah, I'll wait to go. There we go. I'll wait to top five songs. Of all yeah, time. House of Pain and Girl Gone Bad, like you know, aren't great, but they're still great. You know, solid they songs. Great. So no, listen, <laughs> I'm not saying I don't love the record. I do love the record, <laughs> but this year, 1984 is so stellar, and the Van Halen catalog is so stellar. To me, 1984 gets a little lost for me in the shuffle. I, I'm never going to 1984 and putting on the whole record. You know, obviously, yeah. I'll, I'll throw. I'll throw on Hot for Teacher a lot. I love that, you know, just the oh, drumming yeah. and stuff. But in general, I don't put that record on. I'll put on Van Halen 2. I just got a, a quick question for Steve. What, sure, what yeah. album did you say was your favorite? Wait, say it again? What album oh, did Van, you say? Van, Halen, Van Halen 1 is my favorite Van Halen album. Are you just saying that because you think Billy might say it's your favorite? <laughs> is that really your favorite? <laughs> I wanted to rock block Billy. Yeah. Um, well, again, twice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Poor you Billy. Know you know what song should be on that album? Drop Dead Joe. What? Yeah. <laughs> Ernie, you know what? I'm not, I wasn't going to bring it up again, but through text and our good friend Greg Prosser. Uh oh. Yep. I got one. Uh, uh, Tommy, just, Ernie, jump. Tom, Tom, just so you know, I've heard some yeah. stories from Greg. 
this last week via text. And Greg has confirmed who the real monster is. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I say, Ouch. I think of the word uh, jump, and I think of Ernie. If he jumped, I'd be okay with it. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, know, I might have to get a, a, a Madison Place uh, reunion on this podcast to do a top five moments on Madison Place this, uh, just to see Tom, just to see Ernie's real his monsterhood come out. <laughs> let, Billy, let, Billy talk about his, let Billy talk about the infamous football. Story. I'm thinking about a story. Yeah, Ernie was so diabolical that day. Save it. I said it. Save it. Save it. I will. All right, Billy. All right. Even though Steve crushed your dreams. All right, so let's start. Let me get started first. The good news is, is this podcast will probably be so long. By the time I go to my number one, everybody will forget Steve's number five. <laughs> good point. Good point. So we'll have this conversation all over again. <laughs> all right, but you know, as you said, this is looking at all these albums that came out, it was crazy. You know, you could pick, you could ruin everybody's dreams. I know I could ruin Ernie's dream, but I'm not going to do it. Um, Cause we know which one he picked. Oh my but God. To be consistently awful because every top five that I've been on, I throw something out there and you guys will oh, cringe and make faces. Here we go. We'll go back to, uh, to uh, my pick of Wolfgang Van Halen as my drummer for my favorite. Band. We'll stay away from that. Get him in there. Mission Impossible Five, <laughs> best movie. Okay, so my number five album from 1984, Run DMC's oh, self-entitled album, Run DMC. All right, oh, and tricky. I have to tell you why I like Run DMC. They are a rap group. All right, I know not everybody is into rap, but they have some really good songs with some really guitar-driven you know, background in their songs. On this album, they have a song called Rock Box, which is just unbelievable when it comes to, you know, it's almost like a, a, a rock song. It's not really, you know, with them rapping over it. But other great songs that are on there is Jam Master J, um, which was a great song featuring songs one. about their one. DJ, Jam Master J. And one of my favorites, Sucker MCs. Um, that Love was that one, one of my top favorites off that album. Love that one too. So it's like that. Whoa. And that's the way it is. So, <laughs> Billy, now you're starting to understand why you haven't been asked back in a while. So, I don't have any comments. Does anyone have any run DMC comments? Anybody? Hey, listen, it's their pioneers of rap. You gotta you gotta hit gotta hand your hat off to them. Whether you love rap love or hate it, they they Push the envelope. They they are pioneers, and they're, they're way way ahead of their time. They fused rock with rap before anyone else ever did it. And you got to give it. You got to tip your hats to them. I never would have thought of that, but yeah, good for you, Billy. Oh, not, just shut up, Steve. Billy, Billy, you took my number one. <laughs> well, I have a feeling we're definitely gonna be. Some dupes. Most oh, likely. No. Listen, I'm not changing my picks. I, I have my picks. I'm not either. I'm not. Yeah. I'm going with them. There's 100% going to be dupes. Dupes help the right. show, believe it or not, because it makes the show move a little quicker. Right. <laughs> All right, doctor. What do you got? Number five. <laughs> I just wrote it down before I came in the room. So, um, stay hungry. Now, yeah. I got to be honest with you. I was very impressed with the uh, albums you sent me, and that was all I had a chance to review because I was... Uh, doing some other stuff tonight for Christmas, but stay hungry. Uh, it, it was amazing. 
amazing album from beginning to end. Yeah, it was a little kisses, kisses for me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like toyish, not serious, the videos and but you know what? The, the songs are really good. If you take the videos away and the, the makeup and, and, and the way they acted and stuff, I mean, that, their album, that album just kicks ass. It really does. Great album. What's your favorite song on it? Uh, I would say The Price. Price oh, is so good. Yeah. yeah, you stole one of mine. Absolutely incredible record. Great. Incredible. Captain Howdy, right? Right? That one's on there. Captain Howdy. Captain, you know who Captain Howdy is, Steve? They, they made a, he made a, uh, he was a character in a movie, right? He he did um in the beginning he, of the Exorcist. Yeah, in the beginning of the Exorcist, she she's playing with the uh, the Ouija board, and the mom says, "Who's who's your friend?" And she oh, goes, right, right. "Captain Howdy." Captain Howdy, right? I think Pretty his cool. real I think Captain Howdy's real name was Ernest. Ernest, wow. That that is a That's, great album, and we once I had the pleasure of seeing them one time live. Joey's band ZO2 played with them, except at that time they couldn't be called Twisted Sister. They had to be ben called Bent Brother. Brother. Yes. <laughs> because they weren't allowed to use the name. But uh, yeah, that was a great album. And who can forget Pee Wee, Pee Wee Harmon? Just on a, oh yeah, right. That's right. He was in the video, right? Wasn't he on the, um, uh... yeah, but on the set? Yeah, when he was being chased with the uh, Pee Wee's Great Adventure, but the bicycle. Since we, since we brought on, up. Uh, yeah, see no evil, hear no evil. What's the name of that song? Oh, no, burning no, hell. You're gonna burn hell. Burn so no, good. Yeah. And for some reason, I don't remember the story behind it, but that video was banned, right? For some reason, Ernie, oh. do you know the story? No, I didn't. know. I don't even. I don't think there is a video for burning hell. That was just part of the movie. Like, Lamont right now. Oh, but maybe. Oh, uh, there was a video, but I think maybe it was it was banned because of clips from the movie. Something happened. I forget. They had a video uh, banned later called "Be Cruel to Your School." Oh, that was banned. Joey, uh, right. oh. let me ask you a question. Would you would you say that we're not going to take it is probably top, and I'm going to narrow it down, I know, top three drum licks that people oh. are very much... Intros? 100%. Yes. Absolutely. There's top not a lot three. of drum songs where you can hit a drum lick and people know it. That's one of them. Each is one, and you know, like, but yeah. I would say, but I don't know, but yeah, Absolutely. I would say... So since we're bringing up Twisted, uh, I haven't we haven't even announced this yet. But ZO2, we're doing our first set since our, our bass player David passed away. We're doing a set um, next year in March, and Mark the Animal Mendoza is going to be playing the whole set with us. He's doing the set. He's he's wow. the bassist from Twisted is sitting in with us to do the whole set with us. That's awesome. That, that, that's freaking awesome, man. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Wow. Owen. Yeah. Let, let us know. Let us know. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's uh, I think it's March seventh in Manhattan. Um, okay. yeah, awesome. definitely come down. It'll be fun. Ernie, tell awesome. Robin. No, then I'm not going. If Mark Mendoza is going to be there, <laughs> he's going <laughs> to he's going to kick your ass, Ernie. Uh, Ernie had a run in with him. Did you really? Well, we did a podcast. We did an episode of uh, Top Five with Mark and and Eddie from Twisted, and Mark threatened Ernie's life a couple times on the uh, oh. on the episode. I like him already. Yeah, yeah, me too. Well, that's why they call him the animal, right? Mark the animal. Yeah, yeah. Monsters, oh. monsters and animals have to stick together. <laughs> I'd like to see him give Ernie some noogies. <laughs> All right, great great pick, Snyder. Even though you stole one of mine, you bastard. What do you got, Ernie? COVID Ernie, what do you got? My number five is Judas Priest. 
Defenders of the Faith. Oh, what a great record. <laughs> oh, my God. He sounds like he's on his deathbed. I think your head's going to roll, buddy. Oh, <laughs> nice. He's done. You know, uh, if you hear some of the titles, knowing um, since uh, the singer has um, come out of the closet, some of the titles. What are you talking about? What do you mean? Bob Halford. What do, you, what do you mean he's out of the closet? What do you mean? I'm, yeah, I'm confused closet, too, Ernie. What do you, what Explain you that. Say? What does that mean? Who locked him in the closet? Yeah. I, was, I just want to repeat some of the titles on this album, though. Some Heads Are Gonna Roll. Love, <laughs> love Bites. Eat Me Alive, right? Eat Me Alive. <laughs> it's, it's, it's different. When the sun goes down. Sounds like your movie collection, Ernie. It, it all has a different meaning now than you think yeah. about it, doesn't it? Than when we were kids. <laughs> yeah, it, it, um, yeah, different, a different angle. Mm. Yeah, it, it's kind of like when you find out Bing Crosby beat his kids. <laughs> 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 kind of changed the uh, the songs. Mm. Now this is this is great. Album. This is a great record. Now for me, yeah. now I, I'm I'm a little younger than you guys, so. Defenders, I love Defenders growing up. And I remember always arguing with not only my brother, but the older kids that I hung out with mm -hmm. too on my block. Everyone likes screaming better than Defenders. And I get it now that I'm older, screaming is in, screaming for vengeance is incredible. I always waved the flag for Defenders of the Faith. Hmm. Defenders of the Faith all the way. Real nice. All the way. I think I'm more familiar with it, to be honest with you. I mean that's that was the first priest album like I some really got gonna, into. Some, and then uh, I went some heads are gonna roll. Right. One, I also one of the greatest guitar riffs of all time. In an intro, pretty cool too. Um. Yeah. I, I you know I can't it, comment on it because it's one of my picks. It was number one with me. Wow. I mean, really? screaming for vengeance has you know another thing coming. Electric guy, the hellion. Yeah, you know. The hellion. Yes. There's some good stuff on there. And screaming for vengeance. Screaming for vengeance, of course, right? Yeah, now that that's a good album too. Yeah, great I, pick, Ern. Yeah, both, I know. Both <laughs> that was on my honorable. Obviously, Ernie's Ernie's a little uh, under the COVID weather right now, so yeah, I, Ernie. Tell. I mean, obviously, chime in when you can. I mean, you know, you know, you're fading fast. Like I said, if you if you have to pass away on the episode, I think some kind of insurance kicks in for the show. So if you want to do that and. The doctor and I will, will reap the benefits. The doctor, I'll send you a check. Don't worry about it. He probably doesn't even have it. <laughs> Ernie is, well, anyone who knows Ernie. <laughs> Ernie, can I, so Ernie back in the day, we were in Wildwood. Hypochondriac. He, he twisted his ankle on the sand playing volleyball. The, the day Babbles was vomiting all over the court, if you remember that, D-Crab. Remember that? Nah. He's, got, he's got COVID too, by the way. Babs says COVID. Yeah, it's it's insane right now. Babs was on the court vomiting water and bile. And with Babs, you okay? I'm a... <laughs> it's just so I got food poisoning. I've never felt better. <laughs> the sand was 132 degrees. Yes. That we were burying our feet below. Yeah, just to cool our feet off. But I think yeah, Ernie, that was the same day. Ernie twists his ankle. So, you know, a couple of days go by and Ernie goes to the doctor. The doctor gives him an x-ray. It's just a sprain. So Ernie goes home. Two days later, nope. I'm assuming his mom sends him back, goes back to the doctor, says, Doc, it's still killing me. You, you got to x-ray it again. Doctor x-rays it again. Boom. Nope. 
it's a sprain, Mr. Le uh, Mr. Ernie. Uh, go home. Here's an air cast, whatever. So not this doctor. His doctor. No, the real, oh, real an actual <laughs> MD. Yes, not, not not an alcohol doctor. An actual <laughs> medical doctor. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> so right. again, our a good friend. I'll bring him up, Greg Prosser, who is an uh, an X-ray technician. He Ernie brings him to his films. He goes, Greg. You gotta look at my filth. Woo -woo. You gotta take him. You gotta take him. I have a broke, broken leg. Greg looks at the films. He doesn't see anything, but he says, I'm a... "Ernie, I mean, maybe I see a little shadow here." Ernie flips out, storms back to the doctors. You, my friend Greg, said there's a break. You gotta put a cast on my leg right now. Sure enough. <laughs> He convinced the doctor to put a cast on his leg. Ernie, my, <laughs> is this basically the story? Tell the truth. So far, you got it. There's, there's more. <laughs> I, I heard the doctor wanted to put a cast around his head. <laughs> What's the rest of that story, Ernie? Uh, the uh, last weekend of the Hamptons, Labor Day, big, biggest weekend, I couldn't have a cast on, you know, for that weekend with the body bond and everything. So I... um. On my porch, I took scissors and a knife and cut the cast off myself. And then I went to the doctor holding the cast. <laughs> the doctor, Look what I did. And um, and he um threw me out of his office. He said, Get the hell out of here. Nice. After forcing this poor doctor to put the cast on his leg, he cut it off so he can go to the boarding barn. And what but why did you bring it back to the doctor? I was worried. <laughs> I was like the doc. You got was it a deposit? <laughs> Ernie probably asked for a refund. Excuse me. Can I get my money back on this? This fell that's, off. It that's, fell that's off. It wasn't on time enough. That's something you take back to your psychiatrist, Ernie. Oh. Not the <laughs> so, needless to say, what, what, we're, what we're trying to say is, Ernie thinks he's sick usually when he's not sick. Mm. There's another. Uh, story about the time you drank pink daiquiris and you were in the shower in the Hamptons. Or Billy, you want to tell the rest of that story? Uh, the, red daiquiri, the Gatorade daiquiris. Gatorade daiquiris, even better. Uh, er, Ernie had his share, and and uh, I'm out in the living room. I hear this. You got you to gotta come look. You got to come look. And when you hear that coming from a, 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 a from shower, shower, you really don't really want to go in. Not for nothing. Right? <laughs> so I have to go in there. And he's in there, and he sticks his head out, and he and he and he opens his mouth, sticks his tongue out. I win, I win, like that. And I'm looking at him like, what, what, what? I win, I win. And, and he go, he go, put your tongue back in your mouth. I can't understand what you're saying. Tra tra translation: He's screaming. He's bleeding. He's bleeding. So he puts his tongue back in his mouth. He goes. I, I must have, I must have bit my lip. I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding. Look at my mouth. I go, Ernie. That was the 17 Gatorade daiquiris that you drank today. <laughs> oh, okay. And then he was perfectly fine. <laughs> Again, moral of the story: hypochondriac. Hmm. Ernie, Ernie yeah. thinks, you know, Ernie always thinks. Look, there he goes. He's <laughs> coughing. Yeah, Colbert's Col Col pissed off right now. Going, why is this guy giving me a bad name? Yeah, right. <laughs> Ernie went to the doctor. They tested him for oh. COVID. He's negative. He goes, doctor, you can test me again. Test me again. He took a hundred tests. That's why there's no test left in Brooklyn. <laughs> he's writing. He's writing the little the little pink strip in with marker. I'm positive. Look. 
He called Channel 4 News to tell him there wasn't 229,876. It was 77. They didn't count mine. <laughs> Look, oh. he's just together. Two lines. <laughs> Ernie, you know what we've never told on this, this podcast? We've never told the hero story. You know, Joe, uh, it's funny you bring that up. Yeah. It's funny you bring that story up because he he came by my house the other day, like two weeks ago, and that story came up about how I was telling my kids how Ernie was a hero. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> what? Yeah. Slow so, down. Rewind. So Ernie I'll was tell, a hero. I know we're, we're going off the, off the beaten path here, but Ernie, so Ernie and I are driving. I think we're driving, <laughs> to, driving to Captain Video. Right over yeah. on Nostradamus. Out of business. <laughs> yep. we're, we're dying to get over there because they're going out of business to buy some VHS and DVDs. We see one of the dollar vans going from King's Plaza down to the junction turned on its side at a red light. So we're like, what the hell is going on? We didn't realize it. An accident just happened. The dollar van hit another car and flipped over. Ernie and I bust out of the bust out of the car. We a lot of other people start helping too. We're pulling people out of the dollar van, trying to you know. There's a broken window. We're pulling people out. You know, Ernie's. I, Ernie, are you screaming? It's going to explode. Is, it, is that is that happening yet? Yeah. Oh yeah. We're we're all convinced. I was positive we're we're going to die in any second. Yeah, we've seen, you know, we've seen too many movies where there's a car crash and everything is exploding. So we're pulling things out. Ernie's giving ah! Ah! Ernie was lighting smoke bombs to make it look worse. We're pulling people out. We're pulling people out. You know, I won't go into the, the gruesome details, but a couple of people in the accident actually passed away. And, you know, we're pulling people out. Ernie, I think, gives a jacket to some girl that, that that's bleeding and hurt. And she goes into an ambulance. The ambulance ambulance finally comes, and Ernie's sitting there, and he's having now he's having an asthma attack, and he's screaming at me because the, his asthma pump is in his jacket that the girl has in the ambulance, and he's telling me to go. I have to go get it <laughs> from the go. Oh, ooh, ooh, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Ernie, where's your asthma pump? Who's in my jacket? It's in my jacket. <laughs> So I have to go pull the jacket off the girl in the ambulance that's bleeding because Ernie needs his asthma pump. So again, I'll make the long story short. You know, we, we rescued some of these people from this van and later that night, Ernie drives, even not even later that night, like an hour or so later, Ernie drives back to the scene of, of the accident and there's news vans everywhere. And Ernie gets interviewed on, what channel was it, Ernie? Everywhere, right? I was on every channel that night. Every channel. Ernie's interviewed, and he basically says that he rescued all the people by himself. Never mentions me. Never mentions anyone else with him. He, I think the headline was Hero Rescues uh, Victims from Accidents. Something. By never mentions me. Without anyone. Soul who's hero. The, who's the monster now? Exactly. <laughs> I told so, you Joe, they threw over this story. Stolen Valor, Ernie. There was a um, Curb Your Enthusiasm episode was sort of like that. Uh, he Someone gets hit by a car and he gives them their sweater because they're cold. 
and they go in the ambulance with the sweater and he's trying to get the sweater back. He sees the guys like weeks later. It is so funny. This is Ernie. That was just like Ernie. Ernie is Larry David because, Larry, <laughs> listen, we've called Ernie George Costanza for years. George <laughs> Costanza is based on Larry David, who is Ernie. Yes. yes. It, right. I just, I was been watching, binge watching them and, and that, it was one of the funniest episodes. Billy, Fits by the right way, in. I just started watching the last season. I saw the Ku Klux Klan guy episode where he <laughs> spills the thing on on his on the robe. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it was so it's, funny. It's it's hysterical. Anyway, so we're an hour in. We're still on number five. Let me pick. Let me pick my number five. <laughs> All right, my number five. So again, this this in 1984 is incredible. I'm 10 years old. This is right when music is really hitting me. And I don't know if I loved it so much at the time as I do now, and I appreciate it more now, but Brian Adams' Reckless. One of my favorite records of all time. Now, look, it wasn't back then because I was a metal kid. All I liked was metal, rock, pop metal, whatever you want to call it. I didn't even, Brian Adams wasn't even on my radar back then, but as I grow older and I become more song-oriented, what an amazing record. Oh, my yeah. God. Run to you in summer 69 and oh, just it, it, it heaven. In, incredible record. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, Joe. Oh, I didn't think anyone would have that. I, I, when, I didn't. You know, that that is a great album. Um, they had that. He does that song with Tina Turner. Oh, it's only incredible. love. I mean, yep. it, it is a solid album. And uh, unfortunately, People stealing from me. You know, no one's taking Run DMC. I guarantee that, though. <laughs> well, Ernie might have it. That was my number one, I told you. <laughs> and, you know, for me, everything, you know, I'll, I'll do a little disclaimer. Obviously, Kiss had a, an album in 84. Anytime we do one of these podcasts with albums and songs and stuff like that, I eliminate Kiss because Kiss, everyone knows, Kiss is always my number one for everything. So my Kiss record would always be my number one for this. I, I don't I took them out of contention. Kiss Animalized was released in 1984. Took it out of contention. But Brian Adams weirdly has a really great Kiss tie. Kit, Brian Adams was a songwriter with Kiss two or got three years prior to this. And that's how he got, got his start. So again, Gene Simmons discovers he discovers Van Halen. He discovers Brian Adams. What else? All right, we're back around, Steve. What do you got? Yeah. Number four. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, Steal from me again. Go ahead. I'm trying to think of what would Billy pick. Yes. <laughs> um, you know what? He's getting the dress. Look, he's getting the dresser. <laughs> Put the dress on, Tom. Put the dress on, Tom. Um, Suck it in. I, I, you know what? This is this is one that Billy would pick. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rock block him again. Uh, Doc and Tooth and Nail. Yes. He did not. He did not. Oh, wow. Oh. That's not on my list. I think that I want to reach. I want to change my answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Um, Doc and Tooth and Nail was an album that I wore out. Um, my, the two the two guitar players that I wanted to be like were, were Eddie Van Halen and then George Lynch. Simply because George Lynch was like the coolest looking guy I'd ever seen in my life. I remember that video. Uh, I got to Ozzy. <laughs> Remember that video breaking the chains where he's like trying to, and he had like half his head was like blonde, the bottom. He looked like a like a like a heavy metal skunk. And I was like, that is the coolest fucking guy I've ever seen in my life. And, and not to mention he's a great guitar player, but um just a solid, solid rock album. Uh 
you know, hard rock album that I loved from beginning to end, just got lucky alone again, you know, into the fire. It's just a, an wow. awesome, I, like I wore that one out. Like I really loved it. Just, just the, the, the like the, the melodic approach of the guitar playing. And plus I, I like, um, I like, you know how like a lot of hard rock artists have like a very like harsh voice. Dokken wasn't like that. Like it was a hard rock band, but like it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like a lot of screaming or, I mean, and there was screaming on it, but it was like more of like, um, it was like more of a melodic singer. So, no, uh, no yeah. Falsetto for you. Not enough falsetto? No. Uh, not enough falsetto. There's, there's no such thing as enough falsetto. It's like cowbell. You can never have enough falsetto. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. I'll play, I'll play Shadow Scream right now. You do. Beautiful. You do. I will hunt you down. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, I will hunt. You know, it's funny, Tooth and Dokken and I'm looking it up. Uh, yeah, Tom Worman produced that. It's funny because I was starting, I was like listening to old Dokken stuff recently and I almost feel like those records, in my memory, they're incredible. Mm -hmm. And I almost feel like sonically, they don't live up to what I remember them being. I don't know if you've listened to them recently. Sonically, yeah. especially, and, and George Lynch, I agree. Love his guitar playing, and I love Don Dawkins too, and I love the songwriting. George's guitar on those records, especially, mm. I can't stand. I don't like his guitar tone. The the sound the um th those records are they're too wet. There's too much reverb on it, in my in my opinion, and the way they were miking the guitars, um, they I don't think they were going direct at that point. Everything was like it was like too much room. Yeah. And it, it's like a very high, end, like it really cuts through and it sings. That's why like, so it works in certain aspects, like just got lucky, like it, it sings and it sounds all right. But rhythmically, like when you're playing right. like the chords, it's, it's harsh. It's, right. it's harsh. Melodically, it's, it's really it works like within just, with just got lucky, but yeah. right. You're so right. Rhythmically. It, it, yeah. It's, yeah. Just, tin, yes. it's almost tinny sounding. Yes. Yes. That, that would, that was just the production value back then. Yeah. I agree with you on that. Um, if I didn't love the song so much and I didn't love his voice and the guitar playing, uh, but I, I can kind of get, I can hear past it, but you're hundred percent. It's, it, they, they're harsh. That, that production in that particular era was, was, um, I didn't love it, but, um, yeah, man, I, I loved, I loved docking and that, that was like the first docking album I really got into. And then I got, you know, into the rest of their catalog and, um, yeah, that, that was like, that was a big influence on me guitar wise. I, um, I, I, I'm a big I, fan I of Dokken too, but I don't like any, I couldn't listen to one whole album. No. <clears throat> the greatest hits album I could listen to, but no. I couldn't listen to one whole album. That they yeah, I, I agree with Billy. I, <clears throat> I found that Dokken, uh, they didn't stray much, you know, from song to song. They sounded too much alike in every song. And, <laughs> and, I, and I think George Lynch is, is amazing. Because oh, if you remember right. back, if you read the stories, it was Eddie, George Lynch, and Randy Rhodes in L.A., that ruled you know ruled the town back then and oh, they, yeah. they, there's even uh, uh stories out there that george lynch was the one who started finger tapping but he used to do it with his back turned to the crowd you know oh, so people couldn't see what he was doing right huh. yeah there was this whole this whole thing eddie because it was eddie lynch and randy but um yeah. i love docking his voice is not ballsy enough for me I, 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 I like I like that his voice isn't isn't like but I like it, but, but it never changes. It never 
changes. Yeah, Every but, song, whether it's hard or a love song, no, there's no. Yeah, I agree with that. I think he's. It. I think he's limited. But I. I almost agree with Steve. Where it, it's because it's not that powerful voice. It's. It's almost right, soothing. Right. But it, I do agree. It tends to. It tends to be the same throughout mm. throughout their songs. I agree. I will see that point. Um, I, I do like the the the. Um, and maybe that's that's why the guitar stood out more. Maybe it wasn't like you know uh, I don't know. Like I I, I like that that combination. I like their combination. I like the way he worked in Steve, combination with the Steve, with the guitar. In theory, in yep. theory, wasn't he like one of the first guitarists, heavy metal, not first guitarists, but in heavy metal, to drop the fifth to the seventh constantly. Oh. No, no, guys have been doing that. that that whole that that whole um like augmented and diminished like he, he, that's what made him a great player though his 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 choices in chord voicings more so than even his solos in in my opinion it's um cuz you know as cool as solos are you know it's just a small portion of the song i mean back then you're like oh wow look how fast everybody's playing but in when you listen to it now you're right you'll notice he does that a lot more than a lot of other players yeah, do yeah no he killed it yeah, the, yeah. The, the choices he made in his in his chordal structure is what made him, in my opinion, uh, such a great player. You know, and it, there's a there's a bunch of other guys out there like that. Um, but um, I I don't know I don't know if he was the first one to I do think, that. I, I think uh, it's not love. Oh yeah, great song. Great song. My favorite guitar lines of all time, and it's sure. really prevalent <laughs> in that in that guitar lick. Did any of you guys that, read? Any of you guys read that book, Nothing But a Good Time, about all about the 80s hair metal scene? Nah. Oh my the God. I, I, yeah. I couldn't recommend it more. It's incredible. Oh, wow. It's it's the whole start, how the 80s hair metal scene started in LA and all that stuff, and all throughout and how it you know diminished in the 90s. It's incredible. And there's a whole and it's all interviews with all the guys that were in the scene at the time. And there's a big wow. giant chunk of of Doc and stuff in there where you know, George, you know, they had a band and then Don Dockin had a demo that they took. It was it's incredible. But what I was getting at was George, and I'm sure Tommy knows all this stuff, was up for the Aussie gig. Yes. He did get and him. he had the gig. He was and then taking Lee and yeah, he fired he, him on the spot. He was Jake officially Lee. the Aussie guitar player, and Jake came in and they during the same rehearsal. And they literally fired George. Yeah, that while, was very while Jake, the way he did it. Oh, it was so unprofessional. It, it's yeah, the way they shit. tell the story, how George awkward so it was. Like George had the gig and Jake comes in and plays. And I forget if it's Sharon or it's Ozzy. Someone says, sorry, dude. We like him. That is Sharon. It was Ozzy. No, it was Ozzy. Because I heard uh, the, there was a interview with George Lynch recently. Yeah. Because uh, he yeah. came out with a new album just recently. It was an instrumental. Okay, and uh, he was being interviewed, and he said, "Ozzy," he says to this day, it was it was it was very hurtful. It's it's, it's, an, it's an, an incredible book. There's an audio book. I highly recommend it. Great uh, pick, well, Stevie. And and Jakey e. Lee got screwed over too by the Ozzy clan, anyway. So, it, it, but he he watching him play his guitar solos, that guy the not Ozzy only clan? could play, but was the like clan? the Ozzy yeah. clan. Yeah. Yeah, the Ozzy clan. His wife and him. This, Bill. His wife and him. Steve, um, as a guitar player, who did you like better, Jake or, or George? Um, 
both phenomenal players. It's like apples and oranges. I mean, they're um, they're both great players. You know, I, I, I two different styles. Yeah, two different styles. But also, I, I like the music with Doc and better than I like the music that Jake put with with Ozzy. So you know, but that that's my you know that's taste. You can't yeah, right. yeah. exactly. Oh, you know, Joe, you're tired, right? You're fatigued. <laughs> All right, Bill, what do you got? Come on, what do you got? Number four. Quick thing. Jake did play with Enough's Enoughfuls. Yes, he did Dissonance, right? Dissonance. Yeah. The Um, whole record, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, Yeah, he was on Enough's Enough album. Enough's Enough's Dissonance record is all with Jake. That's fucking amazing. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, So my number four. Thank God this has been a safe pick. No one's taken it yet. Normally... I get to go first, but they had to bring Steve in, so he screws everything up. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so that messed me up. Um, but my number four pick, Scorpions. Yeah. Love it first thing. Fuck. I did that. <laughs> oh, damn it, Billy. Yeah, I sc- buddy. I, sc- oh, I give you guys a little taste in the text. Oh, I saw that, Tom. I, got I was Googling, but I text you guys. Tommy, you got me nervous when I saw that. I was like, don't tell me he's going to pick that. Give us a little rundown, Bill. What are the songs on this record? It's incredible. Rocky Like a Hurricane, Big City Nights, and Still Loving You. I mean, I'm leaving you. It, 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 it's like such a good album. The Scorpions, are, to me, uh, uh, get a little, you know, don't get the credit that they deserve when you listen to a lot of their songs. You know, if you if you grab a greatest hits from them and you put it on, you're like, oh, my God, I didn't realize they had this many good songs. You know, they just don't get the full credit. I mean, me and Ernie got to see him. Monsters of Rock, you know, in, at Giant Stadium. I was there. Yeah, I that's right. And it was it was, you know, it was that was the only time I've ever seen them. But they put on a good show. They were really good. Great yeah, my girlfriend went. <laughs> if I that's remember right, correctly, they were the best band that night. I was only I think I was probably 13 but <laughs> no i i will tell you who the best band was and ernie will agree with me it was definitely metallica that day huh? metallica yeah. brought it to another level and it, it's a great video of that performance at giant stadium of them on youtube if you dig for it billy was that May- with, was that cliff or was that with jason that was with jason I believe. okay jason yeah, yeah, I think he was dead already. Um, Brendan was dressing up in black in playground before playground. <laughs> Cliff died, but That's that was my number four. I do like the Scorpions, and you know, rock you like a hurricane. My kids love that song. That song comes on in the car. You know, we're breaking a few speed limits. You know, <laughs> still loving you. I'll, I'll add to it. I, I think he ha- he's probably one of the best hard rock singers oh, that yeah. was around that era. His voice is is. Be- I mean, a beautiful, beautiful voice. When Love he it. sang, he didn't know English. But oh yeah. Actually, when he started, they just ran that they read they read the translation, mm. so they really didn't even know. You know, it's amazing because you can hear it in his voice. How you like That's what yeah. that's all you hear. He's one of my favorite singers. He <laughs> his, his still, voice is absolutely. You had a blackout, baby. <laughs> I think in general the Scorpions don't get their due. I really do. No, I, I feel like I mean, as, as great as they are, I feel like they were almost just a because they were a little bit older when that whole '80s metal thing took yeah. off. Yep. They they don't get recognized how great they really were. Yeah, I agree. So I think I've redeemed myself with that pick over my Run DMC pick, and I also have a feeling I stole one of Steve's. So. That was a win for me. You're back, Billy. We'll invite you back after that one. All right, Doctor, what do you got? Number four. 
1984. Yeah. Huh? Listen, I'm going by the list you guys sent me because I didn't have a chance when I was driving over here. And it was it was a very amazing Nick, list of albums. That's it, Billy's done. Um, now this is where the duplicates are going to happen. It's okay. It's Nine not. Years. It's yeah. not my. Van Halen was never my thing. I was into melody, being a singer, Beatles fanatic, Billy Joel. As much as I love Van Halen, and I love them, but never went out and bought an album. Never went out and put it on. Just never did it. I couldn't stand uh, David Lee Roth's voice. I, it was just too, you know, bozy, bozy, bop, bop, too choppy. None of, don't get me wrong. There's some great melodies in Van Halen. I, I get what you're saying. I, I there are some great melodies. Um, I get, but I, I think I said it last time, and I, and I forgot. Like one of my favorite songs of all time is "I'll Wait," <laughs> but that was written by Ernie, Ernie. Who did I say, Ernie? You remember that? The, the brothers. Uh, who was it? Michael McDonald. From the yeah, Everly Brothers. Who was brothers. it? Uh, Doobie Brothers sat in and wrote that song with them, and that's why the melody picked up. But little, you know, little dreamer. When he does allow the melody to happen, it's amazing. I mean, so 1984, I'll wait, jump, blew my mind. Um, yeah, but I could see that as much as a, I, I'm a massive Van Halen fan, but I could see coming from a singer. Yeah. yeah and I'm a melody guy too. To me, melody is the most important thing in all music. But yeah, I could see that. I, you know I think the Van Halen had energy and obviously drums and guitar, but if they were lacking anything, it was melody. You know what hurt me the most? Because I was a baritone, and he was a baritone. So I try to I try to aspire to him, but then he started taking female hormones when 1984 came around. He started hitting notes that he never hit in his career in that album, and I was like, "What?" I said, "What? Do I, this is what I got to do." <laughs> I'm like, it's, it's, you know, "Morrison's over. Old old Roth is over. It's done." So, but the album itself. Look, I look at albums real quick, and I want you guys to know what I'm doing right now tonight. Is the list you gave me more personal to me, but what the album meant in a whole to everyone else too. I'm trying to zero it in. So it's like 70 percent what it what it meant to me, but also the other 30 percent what it, it what it meant to everyone else. So that's what I'm trying to hang in there a little bit. So yeah. on that list you gave me. I'm I'm so Ozzy didn't come out with an album in 1984. Close. <laughs> close. That's why close. we chose very close. Yeah, when I was doing research for this, there's a lot of 83s that I was like, like November 83s. I was like, uh, ah! like they might have been number one albums in 1984, but it doesn't qualify for this. Well, jump, jump came out. Jump came out in December of 83. So I thought for a minute, Ernie. I was talking to Ernie earlier, and I thought. Ernie goes, I think it came out in 83. I go, oh, no. And then I had to look it up, and it was officially released in, in 1984. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like January 9. It was so Yeah, crazy. it was crazy. <laughs> All right, Ern, what do you yeah. got? Number four. Is he exhaling? Is he out of breath? <laughs> I, it, it, um, this, I didn't know how great of an album Stop it was it. in 1984, Stop but it. as I get older, uh, Metallica Ride the Lightning. Great album. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't appreciate it when, I, when it came out. I was uh, I was different. I wasn't musically ready. I was I, there. I, <laughs> Tommy was there already. I, I was not there yet for Metallica. I, I I will tell you when Ernie started getting into Metallica and showed me Metallica. I hated it. 
I couldn't stand it. I was like, what? What is this crap he's listening to? Similar to what he told me when I bought Bon Jovi Slippery and we went. But um, but always comes back. But the more I the more I started to listen to it, you know, I was like, this is pretty good. And especially, I mean, it was a little later, but when we did go to that Monsters of Rock show and you saw the way the crowd got into it, it was just blew my mind. And I, I ran, you know, got all got every one of their albums that they had prior to that one. It was awesome. I will say Metallica Live is probably back in the day when you had bands that were just still surviving at that point. There were no big new bands. They, to this day, if if you look at the, you know, if you're not 70 years old, you know, not even Ozzy can sell an arena. You know what I mean? But Metallica might be one of the only bands that could still, you know, possibly book an arena when they play. Oh, and that's, yeah. uh, that's amazing. And that's yeah. amazing. I was never the biggest Metallica fan, but I get it. I like all, I like Ride the Lightning. Uh, Master is probably my favorite, if if I have a favorite Metallica record. But I get it. Ride the yeah. I mean, 1984. That was a groundbreaking record. Can I ask you what the record for this for Fistful of Metal? Ernie? Yeah. What? What? The Anthrax record uh, from the same year, Fistful of Metal. Oh, see, I got it to answer. Yeah. I was spreading, spreading the disease. Yeah, me too. I don't. I didn't know Fistful of Metal yet. What were you going to say, Steve? I was going to say, as a drummer, you don't. I find that interesting. As a drummer, like you wouldn't really be into like Lars Euler. Is it just because you don't like? You're not into that no, kind of music. No, nah, believe it or not. I mean, listen. I I do. I respect what he does. He's not a very good drummer. Well, we heard we heard Joey's yeah. inspiration by playing double bass to my Nicole <laughs> and some things never change when we played. But so for no, what his he influence is there. For what he is, he's he's great. And right. you know, he, he, but in the drum community, he's definitely not looked upon uh, as a you know as a Charles, Char, yeah, Charlie Benante from Anthrax. Is he, is he like a one trick? Is he like a not even close poem? who's better who's a better drummer? Okay. All hold right. hold on, Joe. No. What would you have said if you didn't respect him? What? <laughs> you I, said I, I respect him, but he's not a good drummer. <laughs> <laughs> What's your team, buddy? What's your team? What? <laughs> <laughs> Tell that. Go ahead, Billy. Tell the story. But he doesn't like us, Ernie. <laughs> so we were coming home in a cab from one of the clubs in the Hamptons. Joey was saying a few things jokingly that were inappropriate. And the cab driver took offense to it. And he said, that's not funny. And, and like there was a silence in the cab. So Joey goes, I was only, I was only joking. Calm down, pal. I'm only joking. What's your team? What's your team? <laughs> Joey thinks he's going to change the subject. And the guy goes, uh, yeah, I like the Dodgers. They're all right, but they suck. <laughs> <laughs> that's just like, just like Joey. Jo and this is like a constant theme. Just like Joey was going to straighten everything out when Tommy got thrown out of the hotel and, and he was like, I'll be I'll right back. I'm going to straighten everything out. He comes upstairs. I go, what happened? You straightened everything out? He goes, nope, I got thrown out. There's a good chance we all did. <laughs> you got to tell that whole story from the beginning, though. That's, that's... <laughs> By the way, Joey straightened it out the next night, too. He wore a wig and took it off in the pool. No! The second time, because he straightened it out 
we got to do, do top five bachelor party moments or something. Yeah, yeah that's, just that's top five. Yeah, top five yeah. stories. We got to do top yeah. five stories. We'll do definitely our top five stories. Maybe we just do top five Tommy stories. Top five. Each yes. of us have our yeah. own top five stories. I think. I know one of my favorite Greek stories is uh, the hot dog buns vomiting all over the, the uh, chapel steps. <laughs> oh, I painfully remember that one. I think we visited that story in this very room when we were talking about drinks. You know the what? First you could, time we did the podcast, you, you did right. actually. Yeah. yeah, things not to drink, Kool Aid, <laughs> and something else Some, mixed and with Southern it. Comfort. And oh, listen to your two friends oh. shoving hot dogs down your throat. <laughs> Can I, share, can I share one of my favorite Joey stories? Hold on. I'm very sorry. I need to take that back. We weren't shoving hot dogs down his throat. Hot dog buns. The buns, yes. I'm not sorry. the hot dogs. Me and Joey we did not take advantage well, of Steve. Tell him, tell him why. Tell him why. Well, I, I saw a thing. I made a bet. I, I saw a thing where you couldn't eat a piece of bread in under 15. You couldn't eat a piece of bread in under 30 seconds and swallow it. Yeah. Without having yeah, any liquid in thirty minutes, you can't do it but, either. Right, but Tommy, we were at Tommy's sister's house. We didn't have any bread. All we <laughs> had was hot dog buns. <laughs> so Steve is trying. Steve's like, "You're crazy. I could do it." And, and, and Steve was proceeding to eat hot dog bun after hot dog bun. And we only had Kool Aid and vodka. <laughs> no, I think it was so- Kool Aid and Southern Comfort. Oh boy! So he's 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 shoving hot dog buns down his throat like there's no tomorrow. Trying to win this bet, of course he's failing miserably. And in between each take, he's guzzling his Kool Aid and Southern Comfort. So I had to get it down. Fast forward a couple hours later, poor Steve. We leave him on the steps of the the chapel of St Thomas Church in, in Brooklyn. And he's vomiting, which what looks like to be blood, blood. all over. The Ernie was steps. Ernie would call it blood. If Ernie was the doc, if Ernie was the EMS on the scene, you were totally bleeding. And it looks like his organs are coming out because there's chunks of hot dog buns covered in, in Kool-Aid. And it looks like coming he's shooting lungs and, and pancreases and everything uh, from his mouth on on it looks like a scene lungs. from the horror movie. Uh. Plasma. My plasma. Plasma. Plasma everywhere. Anyway, I'll leave that in, but we'll save that for top five stories. Our our funniest stories. Yeah. All right. Hold on. I want to share a story. Go ahead. Joey um, doing Star Wars trivia with the cops that are arresting him. Oh. Oh, yes. Only Dave Dave knows that for sure because Dave was in the. Yeah, Dave was in the back of the cop car with me. <laughs> Go ahead, Ernie. You want to tell it? Well, he's I was um, there that night. They were being arrested. They're in the back of the cop car. They're being brought to jail. And Joey's doing um, uh, Star Wars trivia with the cops <laughs> while, while they drive him to jail. <laughs> Me and Dave got arrested. Got- we won't talk about why we got arrested. Well, they were. We're, we're, in, the back, we're in the back of the cop car, and I'm doing, I'm yes, I'm doing Star Wars trivia with the police. <laughs> And Here's the best story. They're sitting in the clinker, and Joey goes, Do I at least get a metal can or something so I can rattle the <laughs> Right. No one's answering us. We're like, Well, how long are we gonna be here? Where's our money? Where's our wallets? Where's our shoes? Nothing. They stole your money. Yeah, they stole our money. We couldn't make bail. They stole and then, your money and everything. They were, That's they, right. They were just basically raping us. And 
I was like, well, listen, isn't that what happened to jail? If no one's going to listen to us, can I at least get a metal a metal cup so I can clang against the bars? <laughs> that I, I'm convinced that cost us another twelve hours. Oh, without a doubt, and another hundred dollars out of your wallet. <laughs> and Ernie, what was Tommy so doing back we? at the hotel at that, that time? He was keeping us awake. He said we can't go to sleep until Joey's back. My friends are in jail. We can't go to sleep. Everyone stay up drinking with me. We can't go to sleep. Genuine, <laughs> genuine concern, Joey. Genuine concern. I wanted to go right to sleep. I wanted to go right to sleep. Oh, you don't have me. I'm sorry. Then yeah. Anyway. All right. My number four. Uh, only number four. Only number four. Oh yeah, but God. we're gonna have duplicates now. One of my favorite records of all time, and it's right here on my shirt. One of my favorite oh, bands of all time. The first autograph record, Sign In Please. <clears throat> Obviously, album. everybody knows Turn Up Turn the Radio from this record, of course, but there's so many amazing songs on this record. One, yeah. of, my, one of my favorite songs of all time, Send Her to, to Me, is it leads off this record. Just an absolutely incredible rock pop album, especially for the time period. I don't know how they didn't become as big as Bon Jovi. I really don't. They're, they're that good. I don't mm -hmm. know if it was... Because the singer had this, you know, Ronald McDonald red afro or something. Piss aside something. Madonna. What happened? Piss aside Madonna to sing, possibly. Well, uh, I heard stories about, yes. You I mean, they, they, there's a lot too. of rumors why they didn't get so big, but they had the songs and the swagger and the playing ability to be as big as any of the bands in the 80s. But this yeah. first record was incredible. Blondes and Black Cars, is that one on there too? No, that's the second record. Second record. That's you want to know what song I love on that album? <clears throat> Turn up the radio. It's the only song you know, Ernie. I know that. I know. Ernie, I'm with you. Uh, Ernie, how's it go? I'm not, I'm not asking for their autograph, Ernie. Radio. <laughs> I'm not asking for their autograph. Great guitar player. What a, great what a simple concept I mean, great for a song. song. Like, how many times do you hear that when we're driving in the car? Oh, yeah. Hey, could you do me a favor? Could you turn up the radio? And it became a song. Look at that. Yep. Yeah. But seriously, give it a listen. If, you, if you're looking at something to listen to, listen to this whole record. The song no, In, in the Night no, is incredible. No. Yeah. No. I think his name is Steve Lynch, the guitar player. There's a, yes. there's a yeah. funny story. I think it was even in the book that I mentioned earlier, uh, Nothing But a Good Time, where they opened up for Van Halen in 1984. Yes. I remember and that. And Steve Lynch was a big tapper. He yes. did all of that stuff. And Van Halen's manager basically came over to them and said, listen, Eddie doesn't want Steve to tap anymore on the tour. If you do, you're off. No. And yeah, he literally what's, couldn't what's, tap anymore. What with the uh, George Lynch, Steve Lynch tapping thing? Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think they're related, but it's funny, right? Yeah, wow. but that came, I think that came straight from his mouth. No. Either in that book or an interview, something. Yeah, so he wow, wasn't allowed to up. tap anymore that tour. Jeez. Oh, uh, listen, I'll give, I'll give you the song. That's petty. Song is probably mm. one of the most rocking songs. Not to sound like teenage bopper, but when that song comes on, it's the production on it is amazing. It just kicks ass. The uh, <laughs> the drum, the snare rolls on it, probably legendary. You know, oh, with it's, a, it's a yeah. We all I mean, know. as much as it, it was a hit for them, it should have even been a bigger hit. It's an anthem type song. It's an yeah. anthem, yeah. without a doubt. But as far as the other songs, I'm with Ernie. 
Well, you guys just uh, listen. I, I'm I, I'm sure I'm the minority. Most people don't know yes. this record, but I will tell you, it's it's from top to bottom an incredible record. Hit well, after we hit fifth, after hit. When we were fifteen, you were three. <laughs> so it makes sense. All right, here we, we go, Steve oh, wait, Gurney. Got, I think you got, the, you got the quote wrong, though. The man, the guy, um, said to um Steve that um Steve Lynch. Yeah. Um, that Eddie wanted him to stop tapping v Valerie Van Halen. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> was, was she Valerie Van Halen? Then I could see. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, Miss Bertinelli, I didn't say it. It was Ernie. Nice. All right, Very Steve. Let's point. see what you can steal from me. Come on, Steve. What do you um, got? Number three. Uh, this this one this one I'm gonna pick, and I'm sure it's not on anybody's list because looking yes. back and and again, at the time I played this album into the ground, but then looking back and like re-listening to it, I'm like, uh, I don't know. But I'm gonna put it on there because going back in time, at, you know, in a time machine, rat out of the cellar. You you, you <laughs> I swear to God. That, it was on your list, yeah? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm glad. Oh, you're terrible. Great record. Uh, awesome record, right? Excellent, excellent record. Doesn't hold up as well as some of the other records. Um, but what are the big hits on this? Obviously, Round and Around, what else? Wanted Man is, is fantastic. Yeah. Um, lack, of lack of Communication. Lack of Communication, right? Lack of Communication, the riff back alone. Back More, ah. right? was another one then. You're back from... Good. You know what it is? I, I liked Warren Martini uh, as a guitarist. So I, I didn't... I didn't um, the band had some, some decent songs, but there's a lot of like dead weight on that album that's songs that are just like eh, you know but the good songs are really good right. and the guitar voicings and the guitar playing are really really exceptional which i always you know i was super into it and i that's an album that i really wore into the ground because i really loved his guitar playing again his 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 chord voicings like in wanted man it's just that they're interesting um even round and around the, the licks and round and around and, and the, the 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 inversions that they're using were were different than your, your but, typical bar chord chugging and stuff. the tone too the tone on that record yes. the guitar tone warren Martini just throughout rat rat's history some of the greatest mm -hmm. riffs of all time i think i mean to me it's player. i know you love george lynch but his stuff and his tones don't hold up to me as much as like when i hear rat's mm -hmm. tone and martini's tone i love that stuff lack of communication what you, what, and and what you guys on the later what albums incredible what you guys are missing big time mm -hmm. jakey lee was a guitarist a rat so if you listen to ultimate sin rips right yeah i agree rat, the similarities i think jakey wow. lee wrote some of the riffs at rat but when he left D. Martinez actually finished. I mean, finished. You can hear I, the tone. Yeah, it was I, I, like, I do. I do think they're very similar players, rhythmically, yeah. anyway. Yes. yes. Yeah, I can see that. Steve. Yes. Put an arrow through Billy's heart. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Up, round and round. Both not so, deep. Not deep. Not deep. Oh well, listen. So, so hold on. <laughs> <laughs> here it is. <laughs> All right, so sidetracked. <laughs> here we go. We got a sidetrack. Another little quick story. There's a song. So Tommy yeah. and I, one snowstorm, we're, we're snowstorm uh in Brooklyn. And we the decide to go to, we go to the what I don't even know what year. What year, Steve? 
No, it was the late nineties. No, I'll tell you, it wasn't really because I was I was with Leanne then, so oh, it had so to be two thousand three. 2002? Yeah, it was like 2003. Oh, I think it was. Because really we showed up, we started at his house. Right. Everybody we we went to Norris. Yeah, we slept over. Yeah, you, Will, oh, Joey, oh, that was the Will, Will and oh, Tommy that slept was over the my same house. weekend? Oh, my God. That was the night we beat up Will in the snow, yeah. right? It's Tommy? Yeah. We, beat, we beat up Will in yeah. the hot when he because he was wearing a devil shirt or something. <laughs> he, had, he, had, he had COVID. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so the next day, me and Tommy decided to go to the diner. I don't think we ate anything. We decided in five feet of snow. Five feet, yeah. We do, everything was closed. We decided to go to the diner. Five feet of snow. We start drinking the Floridian, the Floridian, Floridian diner, diner on Flappish Avenue. Flappish right. Avenue. Yep. Did we and start with coffee bar. and Zambuca? Right. Well, the bars were closed. That's the problem. Well, it was, was also it, it was also eleven a.m. Right. Every bar right. closed at eleven a.m. Tom. So we started. <laughs> well, but why is this just Tommy? <laughs> my, uh, my Jesus looking friend, <laughs> but what Zambuca and coffee we started with, right? And then it didn't stop, and then we kept we got, going. We, we went up, then it was hot toddies, and we just kept going. And shortly after, we, you know, not long after we were cut off at the diner, the diner was not long after, it was like two hours. Yeah, we, we were we were about three, four hundred dollar bill deep. We had a lot of we had a lot of drinks. We're getting cut off at the diner, but we obviously we can't drive home. So there's no buybacks in the diner. No buybacks at the diner. They and they were charging us up the ass for these drinks. We paid a fortune, but we we it was a great day. But we had to get home because we couldn't we couldn't get home because we obviously we're not going to drive home. We're drunk. So what's the story? We called Billy to pick us up, Tommy. Tommy, Tommy called me up and he goes, Billy, you got to help me. Joey's sick. He's got to get somewhere. I go. I don't know what to do. Wasn't dead. At least I don't know what to do. I I don't know what to do. I I can't get him to go. He he's he's really sick. I go, Tommy. If you're lying to me, I'll never talk to you again. Right. Five minutes later, he calls back. All right, Billy, I'm lying to you. Wow. Joey ride. He goes. Joey's fine. We need a ride. We're gonna go to Steve's. I go, does Steve know you're coming? Nope. <laughs> Steve, Steve didn't know we just wrote a new song. <laughs> so I I get my car out and it's it's still blizzardy. You know, it's all like I get my car out, go up there and get them, and we we you know we but wait, drop did them. we did we call Steve to come meet us too, but he wasn't I... coming. I couldn't get there. There was no right. way to get there. It was like five right. feet of snow. Right, so but we did call mercury, you to meet mercury. us there because that's where yeah. the whole song started. Deep, not deep. And then we, we were talking on the phone. I was like, why don't you guys just come bit. here? Yes. And uh, right then, it, I, I don't even, I, right. I don't know. So we called Steve it. to come and meet us. Steve couldn't come meet us because obviously nobody's had, driving in five feet of snow right. except Billy. Except for Billy. And slow things up now. Slow things up. We're waiting for Steve to come and pick us up. But That's Steve's not. Thought. But Steve. But Steve's not coming. Steve says no, he's going to look into it. Right. So now police officers walk in. We go, Dave. <laughs> and they look at us. We go, not Dave. And and the and the, and the, and the like the diner like, the diner is yelling at us that we have to leave. And we're like, no, no, no. <laughs> Our friends are coming to pick us up. Don't worry. And every person that walked into the diner, <laughs> we would go, oh, Dave? there's our there's our friend, Dave. Oh, no, no, is no, that Dave? Dave? Not Dave, not Dave. 
We put a headstone. People think, are they drunk or mentally like there's something wrong with them? Are they mental? Dave, this this went on because Billy had to dig out his car. This went on for at least an hour. Every person that walked in. Up. No, Bill Billy up. wind up coming. No, I got you. I picked you up. Yeah. Picked you. We had the song written because we were talking about Woody Woodpecker with the Yes. Woody Woodpecker. And I started singing or we are and he started and Joy goes. No, but there was also something else we saw, the spitting cobras. We watched something with spitting cobras. We watched that earlier when we went to Montreal. There was a whole nother issue. Whole nother so issue. So everything just combined is what you're saying. Right. So it's all our night. all our mental, you know, our drunk days combined. And we, we wrote this song called The Cobras. And uh, Billy finally comes and get us. He drops us off at Steve's house. Tommy and I are still completely drunk out of our minds. And we we proceed to tell Steve this, stor this story and how we wrote the song to get the, the recording stuff ready because we're ready to record right now and i'll play the song right now the song is called the cobras we're drunk out of our minds recording this amazing song that became almost a hit in our in our hampton years sensation it, it could have been it could have been billy how come you didn't come in when you dropped them off put it this way leanne turned <laughs> around and, yeah leanne said should we wait if, to see if they get in i said uh oh -uh. <laughs> i can't believe you even came and got us billy oh. props to you billy without you this song would never have been written that's true oh. so i don't need i don't even get a credit a writing credit you should you should get a writing credit <laughs> the song was written already in the diner well but I helped you, you know, should have got something. Come on, Billy. We're back to you. Number three. All right. So all, all my alternates are even gone. All right. All my yes. audibles, everything yes. is gone. So I'm going to go with my original number three, which was Brian Adams' Reckless. Um, yeah. You know, looking back at that song and seeing all, and, you know, summer of 69, how many times did you hear that in the body bond, you know, when we were at the barn and everything like that. And oh, like, boy, it's definitely songs that whenever I hear them remind me of the barn and that's one of them, you know, just, it's like a certain point they had, like they played a lot of the songs at the barn at the same time from when we got there. So we kind of can judge what time it was or when we got there, but <laughs> this was definitely yeah. <laughs> yeah. clock to it. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. But the, you know, not always, but they played a certain group of songs, you know, at certain times. And this was definitely one of them. And, you know, there's so many songs on that album and, Joe, to your point, when I was, you know, you were looking, looking back at all this stuff and I saw that album come up and you just forgot how many songs came off of that. Oh, yeah. You know, it's 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 amazing. It's a, it's a great album to listen to for 
the younger people out in the audience who might not know who Brian are Adams you, is. Are you going by? Are you going by favorite or what you think is the best? No, I I liked everything that was on yeah. there. I actually own this as a CD. You know, I, I actually was saying too. Yeah, but, it, but is there even a difference? I don't I don't know that what, what you're trying to say, Tom. What's that question again? Say it again. I get what he's saying. Otherwise, does Billy does Billy pick up that album and play it again, Brian Adams? Yes. Top five. Do you play that? Yeah. Like when was the yeah. last time you played that? I, well, I don't really play albums. I have like massive amount of songs on my phone and I just shuffle all the time. And when these songs come on, every once in a while something will come on and I'll go back. But do you and, actually, and to that's what, see, my top, my bottom three, top three are actually places I go back to. But that's just me. Like, well, they are my favorites of all time. Uh, well, I'm, I'm 100% with you, too. I, I would never, any of these lists that we ever do, past, future, present, I never do something where I think, oh, critically acclaimed the best record. I don't oh, no, give no. a shit about that stuff. No, no, I'm no, always picking... My personal favorites for whatever reason, whether what Billy said was when you hear a song and it takes you back to a moment in time yeah, or place, th to me, there's nothing better about music than, than exactly that, Billy. Oh, 100%. There's so many, so many songs that when they come on, I can go back to a moment in a second. Me too. You know, just, yeah, just because exactly that was, that was playing at that time or it was, you know, you know, it just always brings you back to, to you know, those types of moments where you're like, oh, I remember that time. And then, you know, you just relive it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I mean, that's people, we all got, we've all gotten older since 1984. And how many times do we actually reach for these albums? Yeah. There's oh, only I... one. There's only one album I still reach for. Oh, my God. When I'm working out and that's coming up. Man. All all of these Ooh, little teaser. I, I reach for all the time. But all right, Doctor, you're up. Number three. Gee, you gotta look. Scorpions. Yeah. Great album. Was. Yeah. Was. Uh my favorite song of all time is uh top five, six. Um still loving you. Uh, great, great. I mean, song. It, it's the greatest love song to me. It's my me and my wife's anthem. Um we 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 had some tough times when mommy moved in. We worked through it. I came home one night. I missed a romantic. I just put it on. I said I want to dance with you. Know, I made this dance. I wish it was our wedding song. Wait, who did you dance but, uh, with? I danced with my mother-in-law. Then I I I, I sucked face my mother-in-law. Then danced with my wife. <laughs> and uh, the, the problem with my mother-in-law moving in is that it caused problems because I was having a relationship with my mother-in-law. And no, anyway, I'm just joking. <laughs> Somebody's that 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 song, yeah. Like I said, top top seven eight, you know. That's mine. <laughs> you know, love it, love the whole album, love the yep. energy. Um, uh, Scorpions, other people followed when we we're hanging out, but I can't deny the songs in that album, and uh, it meant a lot to me. Now, I never went out and bought any album in my life, except unless it was Ozzy. Or I stole from Ernie. <laughs> so, or borrowed it, or calling borrowing it. But no, I stand by that album. It was already mentioned. But uh, Scorpions, 100% underrated. Mm. Oh, Completely great. underrated. Yep. Not, fair. not only even not even underrated, but for almost forgotten to a way. I mean, listen, I know they still sell yeah, out I in Europe and all that stuff. I want to see them, I want to see them uh, 
three years ago on Master Square Garden because that's Celeste, one of her favorite bands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Went to Master Square Garden. I mean, I went to see the, the Scorpions in Master Square Garden when marijuana didn't have a smell to it. <laughs> how pretty is that? <laughs> that's how old it's been. Yeah, but they were amazing. They were amazing then. He's a very professional uh, singer. Yeah. The guy is uh, takes and care of his voice. He yeah. stays within his his realm, and he's got a lot of feel too. He's got a lot of feel, and yeah, uh, the it. brother. I'm, I'm going off now, but Steve, you might know the brother, the lead guitarist, and the younger Michael brother, Shanker. Yeah, Michael Shanker, you go, who's revered as one of the greatest. But yeah, great player. In Rudolph, UFO, Michael and Rudolph Shanker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty cool with the Scorpions lead guitarist, his older brother. Mm. Uh, Michael's the older brother, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. I, no. No, Shank. Uh, yeah, Michael Schenker and Rudolf Schenker, I think. Yeah. Oh. Michael Schenker doesn't stay with the Scorpions long. And then right. Rudolf, yeah. He does right. UFO, right? Yeah, uh, the guitarist yeah. of UFO, the, yeah. younger, the younger brother. Yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, I, that's a whole nother, whole nother way to go. But people talk about this guy, UFO, uh, Shanka, but let it go. But Scorpion's amazing. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Their Love great stuff. Too. Their harmonies. If you, if you listen, not only his voice, but the harmonies that they write on their songs, if you get a chance, go back and like really listen to the harmonies. I'm incredible. Like just melodically, the, what they do uh, vocally is, is just really, really it's it's like a, another level. It's really and it couldn't speak English in the beginning. That's yeah. That's the best thing about it's it. That's what, we, that's what we're talking about. It's amazing. Yep. Yeah, great pick. I mean, obviously, we're gonna have a lot of duplicates now. So, Ernie, what do you got? Well, uh, I wanted to back you up before a minute ago, where you said that we would never pick the critically acclaimed, only the ones to be favorites. Mm. My my number three is Chatsky in D minor. <laughs> well listen I'm obviously gonna, COVID has I'm not taken take a a... <laughs> did that come out in 84 1884 <laughs> <laughs> all right my real no, number... we're doing 1984 Ernie oh wrong wrong century all right, my, my number three and I... <laughs> and I think nobody's gonna have this one but I could be wrong um the cars heartbeat city Wow, I didn't even think of the cars. Great, great album. Yeah. I didn't have it. Ernie, what songs are on that? You guys gave me. I didn't have time. I didn't have time. Well, I would have thought you would have picked that, Tom, because I know you like the cars. Oh, great. The cars. Love the cars. Greatest hits album. I'll put that against anyone. Is it the cars or the cars? (laughs) Cars. Cars Ernie, what what songs are on that one? Uh, Drive. You might think. Oh, yeah. Magic. Doesn't stop. Wow. Uh, there's, a, there's a couple of others. Hello Again. That, they were not that big, uh, but I know them. Nice. Yeah. That was off my radar, too, but that's a good pick. Great, great band. Yeah. I feel like Cars are like in with, um, oh, my God, the other band. I'm starting to turn off now. What's the band? Get uh... the dress. Get the dress. <laughs> Yeah, but even the car, I, I feel like the cars also are like a band that are kind of forgotten about a little bit under the radar with all their hits, right? Any any number one hits, Ern? No, I don't think they ever had a number one hit. Really? Magic wasn't a number one hit? That No. 
I I have to look it up for sure, but I don't um, think so. They I, they gotta have one. No, I mean, I would have guessed Shake It Up would be the closest, but I yeah, I got another one. Yeah, their greatest hit out. I mean, I don't I don't know what's on that album, but I I had their greatest hit CD, and I I that's one we used to wear out. I mean, they, it, one hit after another. Some catalog, right? I was gonna say Squeeze catalog. Squeeze and Cars are a lot alike. I don't know how many followings, how many people who follow Cars or follow Squeeze went into Cars, but um, you know, Billy being fat right now would have to squeeze into a car. Well, <laughs> zero Billy number one, zero number one hits. They never had a number one hit. Oh Tom, wow, that's a shame. Tom, if you put that dress on, it'll push the blood back up to your head. <laughs> <laughs> baby it's just me and my 13 year old and we're, we're going to take our test tomorrow morning I have tests up here they're going for $500 right now if you want them <laughs> you're trading it for a new car he's going to squeeze you out of a car oh. alright my number three is going to definitely break some hearts and I just I don't care I, I'm going with my list. I know this is Nernie's number one. I don't care. I know what it is. Oh, that I'm hurts. taking it. I figured Someday. Ernie. I, I honestly didn't think Ernie would make it this far. I figured he'd be gone by now. But I got to go Purple Rain. I knew it. I got to be honest. Out of respect, <clears throat> I kept it off my list. Well, that's the difference Whoa. between you and me, Billy. Whoa. I don't Whoa. have any that respect. Was I Out of change. respect for Ernie. Purple Rain. I kept it up. Look, Ernie's leaving. Uh oh. You see what happened? <laughs> you you heard him. back. He went to go get a box of tissues. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I love it. I don't. I, it Ernie is just the great. Like Why couldn't you be like Steve and start off with Purple Rain? Yeah, that's yeah, what I, 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 I Because I like I like to Ernie Ernie to have his dreams, you know, right. intact for a little dumb. while. My list is dumb. I went I went by. What you just said? Well, well, what do you want from night. me? I've been so busy shopping for everyone here in Pennsylvania. Well, listen, Purple Rain's on there, 1984. I haven't had a chance. Is Me, a on the other hand, I had all day to look course, this up. Number of, one. Of course. <laughs> I mean, one. really, what do you got to do? You, your family's got COVID. You're doing your Christmas tree. You're doing shopping. You, you busy? Right. The squirrel's got COVID now. The, the, podca- the, podca- <laughs> the podcast doesn't take priority? <laughs> a few deers are coughing outside because you went out, Tom. Ernie's, Ernie's been researching this 24 hours now. Of course, Purple Rain. Son of a bitch. Well, make it put you can you can alter your list right now. Anyway, Purple Rain is my number my number three. I won't go into crazy detail because I'll at least leave that to Ernie. But what an incredible record. I know it's the easy I know it's the I I know it's the easy Prince pick, and Ernie might argue maybe Sign of the Times is better. This is Prince's best record. I don't care what anyone says. I would argue Purple Rain is the is the best Prince record. It's Some people would say Sign of the Times, but I, I think Purple Rain is better. Some yeah. people are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back Hold around. On. Stevie. Hold on. Hold Steve. on. Oh, Hold let, on. let Ernie do the Purple Rain talk. Oh, okay. We're gonna, all right, gotcha. Yeah, we'll talk about Purple Rain when Ernie picks it Ernie, as number one. Now's your chance to ruin the show. Don't pick Purple Rain. I <laughs> <laughs> didn't know it's on my list. You don't know. <laughs> oh, you I, got know, up. I know it's on your list. What do you the got, best, Stevie? The you Death Star plans. I'm, I'm altering. Pray I don't alter it any further. You don't know. Me and 2XL might have a song or two you don't know. Right. You're worried, Mary. 
Ernie, um, you're, wearing the same, you're wearing the same color as him. <laughs> Come on, true. Steve, steal something. They look like, like twins. Look at them. Myself. Oh, what just like them. You're going to tell me, I'm not even joking around. 2XL does not look like Ernie. Can you tell me what is yeah, Ernie, I think related. Glasses, Ernie, put the glasses on 2XL right now. <laughs> Let's see what he looks like. Hold on. Let me say. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's him. Oh, my Ernie, God. I've been, you're not my friend. The other guy is. If my Ernie got a, a red me. button for the top of his head. <laughs> when the Terminators take over the world, that's going to be Ernie in robot form. <laughs> Ernie, I'm buying you red buttons for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Come on, Steve. What do you got? Number two. All right. Number two. Um, I'm, I'm going to dive out of the hard rock realm and I'm going to get into a band that is still popular today. An album that that I wasn't really super into, but there was one song on there that um, brings back a lot of memories. I'm going to put down uh, U2 Unforgettable Fire and um, the song Bad. What the hell? Um, the song Bad is just one that sticks in my head because there was this girl I was dating at the time. And, uh, you know, when you're young and snappy, you're making out in the backseat of a car and the U2's on. That's, you know, bring back my memories. But all that aside, um, back in the day, I was not super into U2. Um, I, I liked The Edge and and I, uh, I kind of like appreciated what he was doing. But now, really listening back, that album holds up. Like I could still listen to it. Like I could still get dig it out. And there's a couple of songs on there that I, you know, that uh, that are still, you know, great tunes that I would still listen to. Bad is one of them. You know, Pride, Name a Lot. You know, they, they got he some. You delay. know, he loved a lot of delay. <laughs> yeah, but, I don't, I don't I, know this record at all. He's he's different. That that was the one with uh, you know, in, in the name of love on it, pride. Oh, in the name okay. Of, yeah. So yeah. that was like the, I guess they they burst their first like super big, you know. No, actually, you know, I will follow was was their first big hit. But anyway, yeah, it was the album. It was it's a more polished album. It's it's them kind of um, you know, experimenting with their guitar tone, putting on their big boy pants, and kind of like lyrically and melodically, you know, walking out of the um like separating themselves from like that, that whole new wave scene and kind of like doing their own thing. Yeah. And it still holds up. It's, there's some good songs on there that still hold up that, uh, um, that I still dig. Some of them I really dig. And, uh, yeah, I put that down as my number. Uh, can I, uh, can I comp, can I say something on this Joe, please? Of yes, of course. I, um, hand. <laughs> uh, I got ridiculed for liking you two and, uh, bad was one of my favorite songs of all time. Top five. Awesome song. Such and a- um, I had to look it up. And uh, I thought it was about bad being about, you know, England with Ireland. But it was actually about um, just heroin addiction back in Ireland, in Dublin, when they were starting off. So there's wow. your meaning for that song. But, uh, yeah, that song, every time I hear it, uh, the delay, his feelings, and uh, the way he just betrays it and his voice. And um, do you remember, what was it? Uh Oh my God, the live! That's that's when they really got put on the map. Oh, Rattle and Hum, you're talking about? The- no, actually, yeah. a live performance that we all watched when, in the '80s. Um, live Aid. Live Aid. Oh, Live Aid. He really brought to uh, light his showmanship mm. and how involved he is with the meaning behind the song and his voice. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Steve, bad. Yeah. I don't Great know about the album. I, I love the album. 
Yeah. But uh, bad that song. It's, it's you know, well documented on it's this fine. podcast. I, I definitely am not a YouTube fan. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get anything about them. Oh. Yeah, there's a song or two I love. You know, I, I like um, a couple of the hits, but I just don't yeah. get the whole vibe. I really don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's. Uh, I I wasn't big into YouTube back. I mean, that song I always loved. There's a couple of songs on that album that I that I always loved, even though I was like more into hard rock. Um, I didn't give the full album a listen to like years later and, um, yeah, it, it holds up, you know, there's, there's something about it. It's, uh, you know, there's a, there's I think, a, there's a... Uh, I think yeah, Steve, when we were in playground, mm -hmm. we played and just jammed out in, in the rock and roll's garage. Why rock does Sunday bloody Sunday always come up? Every guitarist knows it. Oh yeah. I, I, it's it's just one of those songs. That... It's one of those songs, you know? Okay. Every band thought they had to play it then. Yeah, yeah. That that and breaking the law, right? Right, you know, Sunday Bloody Sunday, and and midnight. I think I could play on on guitar and drums at the same time. Ain't talking about love was another one, right? Everybody played ain't talking about love. You know what? Another one was I used to in my dreams was everywhere too. Docking. yeah, under lots of heat. Um, All right, I would. I'd like to say good pick, but I'm not going to say good pick, Steve. I don't. I'm not <laughs> oh, nice. Fan, but love it, Stevie. Love nope. it. <laughs> Come on, Bill. What this do you got? Why, number two. This is, why, this is why playground. You hear that? The the the. the I don't song hear anything. Bad. <laughs> it's on bad. What? The song bad. The main Steve both liked one of our favorite songs. All right. Yeah. That's why we yeah. broke up. Go ahead. All right, my, Come on, Mike. Can I go now? Go. I'm going to sleep. All right, number two. <laughs> my number two <laughs> come on number Can we two take a break soon no way go be in the dress put on the dress <laughs> number two are we ready for my number two yeah shoot. my number two is born in the usa Ooh. by bruce springsteen right all right i'm out i'm out i'm gonna go take a piss on that one <laughs> oh and with with so in on many levels I pretty much love every song that's on that album. First concert I ever went to was for that album when he was supporting that album. <laughs> He's putting it on. Uh, I told what, are you, you shopping? Coming. But just top to bottom, I mean, there's so many good songs on there. You know, Glory yeah, Days. Funny. Yeah, I'm looking at the record. I know, obviously, I know the hits. I don't know a lot of the songs on this record. One one of my favorite songs is is uh is Downbound Train. Mm -hmm. You know, I absolutely love that song. And and it's all over the place. You know, he has he has dancing in the dark, glory days, there's fun songs where people sing along together. Born in the USA, which people totally misconstrue with uh, you know, they think it's right. well, born in America, great, you know, and it's like, no, when it's I came Vietnam. back to the war, everybody pissed yeah. on me. You know what I mean? That's really what the song's about. Um, so it's just kind of interesting how people took it, yeah. you know, even though if you look at the lyrics, it's a totally different, different direction <laughs> from what people take it as. No, but even this record, it just shows you not only the diversity of music back then, how great this year really was. I mean, this, oh, you know, incredible. once we get into honorable mentions and I'll mention a couple other albums that we didn't even talk about yet, but this year is incredible, not only for hard rock, but albums like this and purple rain and it, what an amazing year yeah. for music 
Yeah. And these it, are not, you know, these are, listen, people are going to say, oh, we're judged because you're old. And no, no, no. These, almost every album we talked about, maybe with the exception of Steve's U2 album, live, <laughs> you know, live on today as, and they're revered as incredible, you know, yeah. timeless records. Sure. And one thing that we were looking at, I was talking to Ernie earlier today is some of the albums that have had the most records album sales, right. And, and like of all time yeah. and, and some of them are shockingly surprised when you look at what, where they, where they rank, but some of these albums are there, you know, they yeah. are on, on that list. So, you know, whatever people say, and you know, one thing that I do enjoy about the musical side, my, my son, Russell, He's into music and he likes to listen to all different types of music. And like these songs, like I'll put it on and hours later, he'll be singing them. So there's some hook to it or some catch to it that, that everybody likes, you know, that people, that's why they still play it. You know, listen, there's all, everyone always asks me, what kind of music do you like? There's only two kinds of music, good music and bad music. End of story. I like all different kinds of music. What the hell is he holding? I don't even know what that is. Does anyone my know what that is? My sister didn't have a chance to uh, decorate. No one stayed in this room since Easter. <laughs> oh. Some bad things like that's a, even, I, that. That doesn't a, look good. Either way, that's a weird looking Easter bunny. Anyway, yeah, right. Tom, you're up. Number two. Number two. Uh, but, but ride the lightning. Yeah. Hands down, uh, Marine Park. Um, uh, Joey Scarter. Younger than me was into uh metal. He gave me my first chances in a band. Uh, the first song I was saying was Black Sabbath because it was easy. But he was into um all the speed metal stuff and uh Halloween and all that crap. But then uh this stuff came Metallica came by, it was like it just changed everything. I mean, it really did change everything. I mean, um, I mean, Fade to Black is probably one of the greatest songs ever written. I mean, in my opinion, it's it's an amazing song. We go top twelve. I hope that's on the album. Yeah, yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, fade to black song, ride the lightning. Yep. Boom yeah. the bells fall. That's um, on there too, right? They just they, they yep. change speed metal. They they change speed metal. Yeah. And I can't say melodic, but there was a melody to it. It wasn't just yeah high high pitch, you know, screams. You know, it was like, and they were so tight, man. It was it was amazing, and there were other bands out there. Don't get me wrong, you know, uh, you know, probably a thousand at the time, but Metallica, uh, Ride the Lightning. I remember going home from Green Park. We didn't have hair yet. I well, look how life is cruel. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, going like this, and we just whipping our heads around, and we had no hair. Yeah, and it hurt the next day. <laughs> yeah, I didn't appreciate Metallica at the time either. And and as I grow older, I appreciate them way more. It wasn't until probably the, even the 90s that I started even liking Metallica. I was anti-Metallica back then because I was into everything that Metallica wasn't. Bon Jovi and Poison and all that stuff. So, But I, I definitely get Metallica now, and, they, I, and they, I do they, like them. But the amazing thing about them, they stayed in their lane. Yeah. They never changed for anyone. You know, that that was the greatest thing. You know, all the hair metal bands, even Ozzy, you know, tried to go commercial when uh, Ernie remembers this story. That's a whole nother story to talk about returning Ernie's father's car. 
without oh. any. You know, no. Master, yeah, Master we Puppets album. We Master covered Puppets that on album. another episode, yeah. Yeah, Master Puppets album, and uh, it was, uh, they blew Ozzy off the stage. Even though Double Platinum, you know, Ultimate Sin. Yeah, yeah. But, but they, Master Puppets was uh, unbelievable. But if we're talking 1984, that was definitely uh, a game changer. Puppets was what, 86? Yeah, it was right that after might, that. That might be the that might be the next uh, episode we do out, out of this genre here. '86 was a great year too, and but that think, yeah. that album has a great instrumental at the end of it. Um, it's like eight minutes long, and they don't even there's no singing on it. Yeah. And when they did that album, it's a while back now, but they did an album where they played with the San Francisco Orchestra. Yeah, and they that. played that song with the <clears throat> orchestra, and it's just like incredible, you know. Like to hear heavy metal with with you know all the horn arrangements behind it, it's pretty. That I love that album. That's getting back to what I'm saying. It's it's they were that big, they could do that. Yeah, they could make like Slayer if they jumped to orchestra. I wasn't into Slayer. I just wasn't. I appreciate some of their songs now, but back then you hear Slayer. I was like, this. yeah, I'm not into the devil and stuff like that. Ozzy's good, but not the devil. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, Draw the line somewhere. <laughs> but, I mean, come on. The Metallica back then. I mean, Joey, what, you were six at that time now? <laughs> I wasn't born in 84 yet. Yeah, well, I think Ride the Lightning. I mean, Billy made a comment that it wasn't a big thing to him. I turned er- Ernie, would come to the park, hang out with my friends. It was, and then Ernie would go back to the block. And he's like a pusher. Yep. <laughs> Until Ernie ran, it, uh, picked up a shopping cart through a, a, through a store window, but he was allegedly, allegedly. Like him. But anyway, why the lightning? Period. That's yeah. what I say. Great pick. Ernie, we're up to you. Number two. Uh, just real quick, though, I wanted to say about the, um, the uh, concert that Joey was talking about, uh, Tommy was talking about, excuse me. Um, the kids in my class know I'm into metal. And uh, I, I tell them I saw Metallica when Cliff Burton was still in the band. And they're like, oh, my God, what was that like? <laughs> I'm, like I'm like, what do you mean, what was that like? I didn't know he was going to die. <laughs> right. <laughs> but Burton wasn't in the band, Ernie. You yeah. Him. Band no, the Master of Puppets, he was, sure. No, he wasn't. He was dead years earlier. No, not true at all. When they, oh, no, the, when, right. You're right. I'm sorry. That's all right. Go ahead, Aaron. Number two. My number two has been set already. Yes. Uh, also, my first concert of all time. Yeah. Springsteen's born in the USA. <laughs> nice, Billy. Uh, and I, I and, and I remember saying, I I was trying to be all smart about it, saying I know what the next hit single is going to be, and because I love the song Darlington County, and I said I this will be the next song. hit. There was seven. Hits after that, the weren't that, and the <laughs> that's a good song, though. Yeah, it's a good song. I was positive, hit single, positive. Is it ever a station with it's called Undercuts or Deep? Yeah, Ernie, you'd be the though. I think there's a whole thing called Deep Cuts. Ernie, be the perfect DJ for that song that fucking people hate. But that learn to love. Oh, Ernie <laughs> would be perfect for that because all Ernie, 
Ernie will never sh when he wants to listen to music with with a crowd of people or, or more even more so one person trapped in a car. He will make sure that he only shows you the songs he definitely knows nobody else knows. Yeah, right. He will never show you a song even if you if you start singing along to us like if he plays Ernie plays a song and you're like oh this I know this song and you start singing along he immediately changes it. Oh, this you know. Oh, you know this one? Oh, forget it then. He has to be the introduction to the song. Otherwise, it's useless to him. It's the same way with that TV shows. If he doesn't That's... find the show, it's no good. Like Big Bang Theory. Yeah. That's the perfect Ernie show, but he will not give it any credit because he didn't discover it. <laughs> He's okay. counterculture. That show's I... going nowhere. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> No, 20 years from now, I might go somewhere. <laughs> bon Jovi, Slippery When Wet, and Big Bang Theory should be off the air. <laughs> you see, and now he says that. See, it's off the I air now. I was right. He's the perfect <laughs> credit. Oh, hello. Julie Bean, all right. Julie Bean. Now that everyone knows it. Tell your dad to put that dress on that's hanging on the door, please. Announce, I can't announce a Netflix password on this show. No, that's not a good idea. Oh, we're going to log right into it. Oh, that'd be great. I can't get on. Everybody's on my account. I, I, <laughs> let me, let me guess. It's <clears throat> Ozzy. <laughs> no, Ozzy. But that's his, mine, and mine's Kiss with Z's. <laughs> All right. We're up to my number two. I, I, I can't believe nobody picked this yet. This is one of my favorite records of all time. Top three favorite bands of all time. The first Striper record, Yellow and Black Attack. It uh, is oh, insanely good. This record is unbelievable. I, Not only is this record unbelievable, the band is incredible, so underrated. Just because they were a Christian band, they, they got, you know, didn't get the, the recognition <laughs> they deserve. But Yellow and Black Attack, you know what to do, loud and clear, reason for the season, song after song, incredible, incredible, incredible mm -hmm. record. You know what's funny about that pick? I, I, you know, obviously this topic came up and I went online, you know, to see what the, that album was nowhere to be found. In in the list that I looked, it was it's nowhere found, to be found. found and I like, I like Striper. I, I like them. Well, you're not looking at the right list, Billy. I guess not. And if you need a list to tell that this record is from 1984, then something's wrong with you. Then well, you I really, just wanted to confirm. you don't really like it, God damn it. Is this oh, Soldiers listen. Under Command? No. Yeah, the, the album before Soldiers. Then, it, then you can really blow me. <laughs> <laughs> the man who says that he's not into the devil, like this player. You hear him? Wow. You, you, you have no idea, Joe. That's I like used to dress up. Ernie, only Ernie would know this, and maybe Billy. When I was leaving the block, I'd wear, I'd dress up in striper outfits. Parachute pants. Oh yeah, I was the biggest striper guy there was in the neighborhood. So really? now I look back, I've said this before. It's not the message; it's the vibrato. I want to kill him. Oh, you're crazy. That vibrato. That, uh, 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 my grandfather sung with a vibrato like that before he died. I can't. I can't. The space in between the vibrato. One of my favorite voices. You were a big ever. striper fan. Who? You, you you were a big striper fan? Did I say that? Yeah. No, he dressed like them. Oh, okay. No, very. Uh, Soldiers on the Command. Are you kidding me? That old album? 
It's a great album. Yeah, top five record ever. Out of my mind. I was like Brendan dressing. Brendan would dress in black when uh, the bassist died in Metallica. I was dressed in yellow and black, rock shirt, parachute pants, striper, 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 and I was going like this. This guy needs to get beat up. Yeah, again, one of my favorite records ever, their debut record, Soldiers is Better, but this, mm-hmm. obviously, Soldiers is 85, this is 84. Love this record. I got to go back and listen to them. Oh, I, I remember so casually good. listening to them and being like, wow, they're a really good band. Uh, oh. But then the whole, you know, over-the-top Christian stuff got yeah. a little... I remember yeah. us three driving up to Snyder's what? house in Pennsylvania, and we heard Shining Star when they, they did the remake for Shining Star. We were losing mm-hmm. our mind. Just a, not only super talented band, great songs. I'm all about melody and groove. All great melody harmonies. and groove, incredible yeah, yeah. harmonies. Great. <clears throat> I, I would. I know everyone talks about the Iron Maiden guitar duos. Mm. Crap compared to the the, the No, but that's stuff. harmonizing. It's just yeah, that's okay. harmonizing. Yep. Mm. How come and, uh, never 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 um went on tour with Slayer? Yeah. You know what? It's yeah. They talk about it all the time. Striper wants to do it. I I can't imagine it would go over well. But yeah, the Heaven and Hell tour would be great. All right, we're back around. Let's go. We got Steve's number one pick. Let's recap what he's got so far. Number five, Stabbing Billy in the Heart, Van Halen's 1984. Number four, Docking Tooth and Nail. Number three, Rats Out of the Cellar. Number two, U two. Unforgettable album. I mean, unforgettable fire. And the number one album number one. from 1984. Number one. Um, again, an artist that I was not into back in the day, but I'm like super into now. I would say Born in the USA. Springsteen. Wow. wow. Glory Days to me is just like, you're you like, wow. You, you, it, I, stuff like that I couldn't appreciate 20 years ago. You know what I mean? Now I listen to it. I'm like, wow, wow. Now I get it. Now, you know, I'm beat up. I, you know, I've been through the ringer. I, I get it. I get where you're coming from. I, I hear like the working class songs and the, and the, you know, the, the union, um, you know, references and, and the working class guy references the nine to five drive that just fucking grinds you down. And I hear it and I'm like, holy shit, man, this guy is like the voice of fucking reality when it comes to rock and roll. There's build them up and let me know. I'll go last. Go ahead. There's there's a great um, so he did like a um a show on Broadway where he talks so he tells the story about about his so I I bought that. And one of the things that's so funny about that, he basically in the show he goes, I never worked in a factory, I was never in the army. All my songs are lies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, and the way he delivered it, it was, it's just so funny the way he just says it, but it's true, right? He never worked in a factory. He never, right. he never was in the army. He didn't come home from a war. He tells yeah. the story where he failed this physical and he couldn't go to Vietnam. Yeah, you but know? that's what we're about. You know, music is, is a yeah. songs or storytelling. Story story. Story yeah. Right. A, story the yeah. writer yeah. of Star Wars didn't have to experience space yeah. battles. He, you know, it's a yeah. writer. What? what? Uh oh. I thought he. Uh oh. <laughs> Yo, you should ruin Star Wars for everybody. <laughs> but what? Steve, you're so right. I, I you know, and, and I, I always think about this with music too. I, I think music way more than movies. Movies is different for me. Music. When you're at a certain age, it hits you differently. And a, and a, and a, and a artist oh. like Springsteen 
you can't appreciate that when you're young because of the message and the storytelling and you can think about it older and appreciate it but you when you're young message yeah, no. for young people are different than messages for older people it's just the way of the world right yeah yeah man uh, you know and you listen to it back and you're like wow you know i i never thought that i would be this person that he's telling a story about and then you're like oh shit <laughs> right but i didn't yeah. want to but I, even if i did love it i didn't want to hear that as a kid i didn't appreciate yeah. it you know what yeah, i wanted yeah. to hear sure. nothing but I, a good time by poison that's what yeah. i wanted to hear right you know, you know what i mean I, yeah, that's I what still, i'm thinking yeah. that's all that's what my mind is doing i'm i'm an up-and-coming musician all i want to do is party and have fun and I want to mm -hmm. sing about fun stuff like that. That's why I never got into grunge because grunge was always very deep and depressing. I wanted happy, feel good music. But now that, that being said, like that, I mean, as far as uh, Billy and Ernie go, is born in the USA, your favorite Springsteen album, or is that just the favorite 80, you know, you're obviously an 84 album. It, I, I think it's my like top to bottom favorite. I mean, there's other Springsteen yeah. songs I like, but is it an album? Yeah. You know, it's got a lot of a lot of good stuff all the way through it. Some of his other albums, there'll be particular songs I like, but not every song on the album. Right. Yeah, I, I guess it's it's probably the most popular one. I mean, for me personally, my favorite Springsteen album is Darkness on the Edge of Town, but it's like it, there's some morbid shit on it. You're like, oh. right. what year is that, Steve? Seventy. That is early '80s, right? Seventy. 70. 70 oh early late 70s wow i don't know yeah. any of that i don't know any early wow. springsteen i got i, I would like stuff. to try to go back and listen to it yeah. Yeah. you asked one of, one of my favorite <laughs> album yeah i'm just curious the more depressing than darkness is nebraska nebraska yeah. nebraska too yeah yeah that's a beautiful album it's yeah. miserable yeah absolutely miserable yeah. Yeah. Miserable, miserable album so depressing <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. No, Tommy's taking notes right now. <laughs> uh, I must listen to Nebraska. You know, when, when, when he one came word. out with that, um, one word. I got two words Billy Joel. Enough. <laughs> enough about New Jersey. He sung about life in New Jersey, too. So, oh, yeah, sure. I mean, you know, but it, it was it, well, it, well that song was about Nebraska. He was reading it to Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had all the states. And by the way, as a union guy, he walked over the, the Meadowlands when the when the engineers, my union, well, my sister local was on strike. He, yeah, didn't yeah. Give a he rolled right on by and did the show. So of course. whatever you believe, it's fine. But you know what? Guy never worked in a union in his life. Just because he sings about it doesn't mean he believes it. Yeah, yeah and Ozzy was never say? a devil. You know? Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> the folk you know. I say Billy Joel. That's it. And and I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, not a, it's not a hockey match, guys. It, it's, crazy, it's, I know, guys. Cra crazy question. Billy yeah. Joel didn't have a, an album in '84. No, he he stopped by that point, didn't it's he? Right. No, yeah. And Innocent Man was a year before. Stormfront. And what's Stormfront right? What's before. right after Stormfront? No, is after uh, that? River of Dreams. Uh, River of Dreams was the last one. Oh, that's right. River of Dreams is was that that was in the '90s. Yeah, River of Dreams is like '89, '90, right? Yeah, maybe '91 yeah. or '92. Ah. Maybe 93 River of Dreams, actually. So Stormfront is before River of Dreams. I'm, not, I'm not a, Stormfront, I, 89. Springsteen, yeah. I think he's great. Amazing. Talented. No doubt about it. The guy's real. I'm not talking about that, but... Yeah, listen, it's music. Everything's taste, you know? I mean, some... Well, your taste sucks, Steve, anyway. But, you know, <laughs> Come on, Billy. All right. Here All right. we go. Wait, wait, let me recap what you got. All Number right. five. 
Run DMC. Number four, Love at First Sting by the Scorpions. Number three, Brian Adams yeah. Reckless. Number two, Born in the USA. Your number one album from 1984 is. Uh, no one has picked this yet. Whoa. So this is off the charts. Um, 1984, Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't want to stand by this early, album. Really, I'm not sure. If it's been two hours, but earlier in the episode, I think Steve might have picked this. <laughs> no, <laughs> did he? <laughs> rock, <was> rock. <laughs> so, um, you know, so just a little background to that album. I, I first started liking Van Halen with the Diver Down album. Ricky Lumberg's car going to a Ranger playoff game. He had it on. Joel. Where have all the good times gone? Like oh, stuck God. in my head. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I went to high school and I never would go anywhere. But like all the guys I hung out with in high school, they were like going to concerts on a Tuesday in Manhattan. I'm like, I'm in bed and they're in Madison Square Garden. You know what I mean? So like, I remember this kid, Randy Barato, was a huge Van Halen fan. Looked like he could be in the band. And I asked him, I was like, what album should I get? He goes, which one's the best one? And he goes, every one of them. Right. So 1984 being out, I went and bought that album and went home, got a cassette, put it in. And, you know, Hot for Teacher, Hot for Teacher, probably best video of all time. Right. (laughs) One of the best videos of all time. And just the the whole I had a big speaker system in my basement at that time. The drums started. Ernie, Ernie had a bad experience with that song in his car. I'm a teacher. He had, we put a, uh, a system in Ernie. Ernie put a system in his car. Oh that God. song came on and you hear the, <laughs> it was like so cool. There's, soon a, as, there, there's a rumor and, and I've tried to, conf- I've confirmed this with, real, with, real. Uh, with Eddie, Alex Van Halen's roadie. Now, I don't know if he's covering for it or whatever, but there's a rumor that the beginning of Hot for Teacher, the. I know what the rumor is. That it's Eddie Van Halen's Lamborghini. Yes, I've heard that before. Really? That it's, it. not, it's not drums. Alex so comes in after that. Heard, it's it's the Lamborghini. I heard electric drums. I heard electric drums by drummers who are on, you know, drummers uh, on these podcasts talking about this. They said electric drums and regular drums together. Well, again, I, I know Alex Van Halen wrote throughout the years, and he told me that's a complete rumor. It's Alex. It's on Simmons pads back then. It's Alex playing it. The pattern I just played, it's him playing it. It's just because of the electronic sound, it sounds like that. Who, who the hell knows? It, it'll, we'll never know. Joey, of course it was a rumor. A car can't play drums. <laughs> And that's why he's my co-host. Even even COVID sickness can't stop the humor. So let me just finish up. So Ernie's got, it's kicking. Everybody's like, this sounds amazing. Soon as the first cymbal strike, the whole system blows out. No. <laughs> yes. God, get out. Remember that, Ernie? The tweet is when, boom. <laughs> and, it, you know, the funny thing about it. This you wasn't should sue even Van Ernie, Halen. Er, this wasn't Ernie's car. It was his father's car. So his, Ernie got it fixed. His father is listening 10-10 wins. He turns the corner and you hear it. He, and the whole block can hear it. <laughs> it was so funny. And he has all the groceries inside the car because there's no room in the trunk. <laughs> yeah, it was called the coffin. 
was <laughs> oh, it was so funny. But anyway, that's my that is my favorite album from 1984, and I I like all the. The funny, the one track that I'm not so, I don't like as much as Drop Dead Legs. I love yeah. the two songs at the end, just because they're like they're pretty. He- but Van Halen, those are two heavy mm-hmm. songs. Uh, House of Pain and Girl Gone Bad. I mean, they're pretty like, you know, they turned it up from that perspective. I know a lot of people don't like them. And, you know, you had Jump and Panama and Hot for Teacher. And, and I love Al- I'll Wait. I know you didn't like it, Joe, but I love that song. You know, my um and 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 when I went to see, when I went to see the concerts with Roth when he came back. That was like the only song that he would actually sing without singing. Right, right. Bill, like he tried to sing it the right way. Bill, you were not on the uh, the last podcast when I mentioned this when we were at my grandma's house and the videotape yeah, of yeah. us, me and you. Up, yeah. upstairs looking down at the lake when the dragos are playing with cheese right and we listened to i'll wait it was yeah. a perfect day and they were kicking it around and it goes in a lake and i had to run downstairs like a big dad and you still kept the camera going but i'll you wait see, but Joe, it was, t- the moment was amazing where's the video for this Do you I, have not, video? I have to look at I have to look and see if they have it but like it I is did. it is so funny because tommy is like a dad he goes down, like we're standing there, and he's like, We need that cheese for hamburgers. He runs down there, and, and they're like two little kids. They start they walking away. away. Tommy's hands are up in the air like this, and I'll wait. It's like the cheese back. is floating in the lake. <laughs> the cheese is floating in the lake like this. Because I got to cook. So it's like fun, kind of funny. Yeah. And that was the time, like everybody else was going away to Florida or in spring break. We're going to Jackson Township, New Jersey. <laughs> Jefferson Township. Jefferson Township, right. We're going there. To go hang out, Steve. I you were there, Steve. Oh, yeah, yeah. all too well. Steve was there with with playing the guitar. We were playing. We were singing. Uh... You happy with? Some... Yeah, you were there, Steve. I have to find it. I think Ernie, you might have the video somewhere. It is. Oh, it is... Oh, you got to show me that. Pandemonium. Uh, do you remember the song you wrote that me and you were sitting by each other? Mister C. Mr. C. Uh, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. You were there, Steve. I don't even remember how it goes. Sanity. And I kept blowing smoke in your face. And everyone, everyone was gathering around us. It was hysterical. Yeah. No, no, no recollection. I, I guess, you guys show me the video. There is no more Malibu. Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> and right. and that house was so tiny. And I don't know how many people were there. There were at least like what fifteen of us. Yeah. Oh, it's, it was a lot of fun. I got to see. We got to see if we can find that video. It really was funny. Yeah. It was called Pandemonium, wasn't it? Yeah. I have to go look. I might have it. I got to check. If you have it, Billy, send it to me, please. Yeah, I got to find it because I found, I found Late Night with Tom Barton. I found that one, um, which was, what what a classic that was. And then I, I think I might have another one. I got to go look. All right. All right, doctor, we're up to you. Let me recap what you got. Number five, Stay Hungry, Twisted Sister. Number four, 1984, Van Halen. Number three, Love at First Sting, Scorpions. Number two, Metallica's Ride the Lightning. Number one, album of 1984. Well, I heard someone else's pick. But I have to, I'm going to stand by two things. I'm going to get, I'm going to get in and out. 
Defenders of the Faith, to me, is the shit. Is that your pick? Yeah, it was the first time um, that I've, I've listened to the guys in the park playing every other album. But this album, it was it was very well written. It was, you know, it wasn't screaming. It was, you know, screaming for vengeance, like nuts, except for Free Will Burning, you know, when it first starts up. But everything else in that album was so nice and beautiful. And I think that's when Judas Priest took that uh, that step to be more melodic. Yeah. Mainstream, not go up and down. Some heads are going to roll. I mean, some heads are going to roll. That guitar riff alone, like I said, starting off a riff, beautiful. But, but... Hearing Purple Rain was out there. I didn't, I didn't have the list today. I was running around. Of course, Purple Rain. Oh, man. Mm. I'm putting Defenders. I already wrote it in. Lock it in, Joe. We're all going through some sexual changes at 15. Wow. Buys it changing. And Prince is making it happen? Not me. me. 15. I'm kissing fellas in my house to this album. This is like, this shouldn't be. This is sexual. This is good. This is great. Every computer blue. Oh, so Are good. I mean, I mean, darling like, Nikki, what a great record. I, everything. I have a feeling this we're gonna not. we're gonna hear more a little bit more about Purple Rain coming up soon. I have a feeling. Yeah, I think I think that the last song, "Baby I'm a Star," kicked that one off. I'm happy with everyone. Else. Whoa, what are you crazy? Great song. Baby, I'm a star. Oh, I like that song. Oh, I like There's a version of Prince and Beyonce doing yeah, that. Is I like incredible. The dark shit prior. I like the dark shit prior. Baby, I'm a star. Got still a little, still a little nuts. All right, your pick but, is Defenders of the Faith. I'm not putting Purple Rain in. All right, I'm okay, gonna recap go Ernie, but as I'm recapping Ernie, if you can put the dress on, I think it'll be good for the good for good for the joke. <laughs> and 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 wasn't uh, was it Jungle something? Wasn't that on that? Jungle love. That's the that's no. the other guy. That's no, the same wasn't girl. I want. But isn't show isn't that song on that album? That no, it's the movie. That's it's the, the movie. Sport. That was his arch rival. What was the guy's name? Um, yeah, but wasn't Purple Rain the soundtrack? No. Morris Day. Morris yeah. Day. The group Mar- is Morris Day on that, that album? Or? That's a <laughs> oh, he's. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's no Morris Day in the time. Yeah. No, I thought maybe he was on there because. Bought the uh, floating bird. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Billy, how can he be on the album? That's his rival. What's wrong with you, Billy? I know, but. But he wrote the, the song. In the movie, That's like Joe. Naked Gypsy being on the Playground album. Could that could never happen? That album, too, yeah. All right, How's the family? How's the family? We're up How's to you, Ern. Here we go. Let's recap what you got. Number five, Defenders of the Faith. Number four, Ride the Lightning. Number three, The Cars. Heartfe- Heartbeat City. Number two, Born in the USA. Number one, album of 1984. It's obvious. What, what was mine? Your Yours was Defenders of the Faith. <laughs> is, there, is there any other choice? Like a virgin. I didn't hear you. Oh, you, you better go do it, Ernie. <laughs> My number one, Make It Big by Wham. Come on. Really? All right. All right uh, purple I'm going to drive by there and Wham you right now. 
Purple Rain is my favorite album by anybody uh, for any year. So Purple Rain. Tell wins. us a little bit about it. It's by a man named Prince. <laughs> oh, his monster. He's got to mention the monster. That's why I turned him. I have to thank Snyder for okay. my, uh, my knowing Prince because Whoa. Tommy's the one that got me into you Prince. Me by, monster. By, yes, the monster. I want to thank. I want to thank the monster. Please address me. Please address me, monster. For that one, I, would appreciate I like that. that. I don't mind that. I don't mind there's that a, at all. There's a song. Uh, Eminem's got that song. There's a monster under my. <laughs> Send it to me, Billy. That might be his new intro music. <laughs> let, let, Ernie, let Ernie do his speech, and please I was, I was uh, delete Snyder and make it monster. We have was, not had a Jerry Springer moment yet, Ernie. I was, well, here we coming. Monster, introduce me to them. Yes, I want to thank my monster. <laughs> uh, because without Tommy, I would never have ever monster. heard of Purple Rain Monster. Monster. Because he recorded on a cassette, Black Sabbath Technical Ecstasy, oh. which I had to have. Wait, what, what now, what's the name of that album? Technical Ecstasy. Ooh, nice. I think. And on the other side, for some reason, he put somebody I never heard of, Prince Purple Rain. And since I heard that album for the first time, I have never been the same. I'm a different person. I'm changed. He got sexual. He got sexualized. Well, not till uh, all the time. Yeah. I was gonna say that's at least ten years later, minimum. <laughs> but I wanted to. Be. We had, you have to have like top five Madison Place moments. That 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 needs to be the one episode. It was in bread block of all blocks. Who would guys? Who would we have on if we had six people on? Who would who would it be for the top five Madison Place moments? Obviously, oh, it's got to be uh, definitely Greg. Um, so you three, Eddie Greg. Romeo. I don't know if Eddie would do it. No, he won't do it because of his job. Uh, Mike Leone. I don't know if he'd do it. Ernie Ernie talks to Leone at least once a week, right, Ernie? Haven't heard from him in 20 years, <laughs> at least. Actually, we spoke. about Bobby Balls? Bobby Ernie, used to, Ernie would call Leone every night we would go out, right, Ern? Yeah. Ernie, I'm never coming out. <laughs> Don't you get it? <laughs> in, the, in the last year, we had like a text thread, and Leone was on it. Um, we were supposed to go to Eddie Romeo's house, and Michael couldn't go. Um, but it was just funny because it just picks up. I haven't talked to him forever. And my wife still jokes around with that because I invited Michael to my wedding. And that's the only time she's ever met him. <laughs> she never saw him any other time. She saw him for like five minutes at my wedding. And she always joked about that because we were, you know how it gets. You're trying to make a list and you're trying to figure out. I go, look, I got to invite him. All right. Yeah. He, he grew up on my block. He goes, you haven't seen him in 10 years, right? Or whatever it was. And, and, I've never met him. Well, I said, and I looked at her, I went, well, now you're going to get to meet him. <laughs> you got to meet him. But she would have met him at my wedding. Right. He went to your wedding? Yeah, he had to be there. Now I got to ask Michael if he was at your wedding. I, I would have assumed he would be. Anybody's Wait, interested. Er Ernie, who is your best man again? Yeah, here we go again. I had two best men. Who not are they? Not the monster. Not William the monster. Not the monster. Not the monster. 
Can't have the monster though. <laughs> We're a bunch of drunken COVID all fools. Bullshit. All this bullshit. All right, here we go. Are My we number here? one. Let me recap. Oh, number five, oh, Ryan Adams, done. Reckless. Number four, I can't believe I'm the only one. Autograph, sign in, please. Number three, Purple Rain. Number two, again, only one, Stripers, Yellow, and Black Attack. My number one album of 1984, Snyder picked it first. I got to go Stay Hungry, Twisted Sister. Mm-hmm. I got to do it. I don't, looking back, maybe it's not the best record of, of all of these records, but at the time, especially, what an, I, I can't, I, I'm only 10 years old at this time. What an impactful rec- record for me at this time. That means, that means you were eight. Adjustment, seven. <laughs> Twisted <laughs> Sister was everything right, right at this time. Even, they never overtook Kiss for me, but they were close. You know, they, they were you the like closest. The yeah, like the they were the closest that ever came to overtaking Kiss. And, you know, I didn't have MTV at the time. My, my, my area in Brooklyn didn't have MTV yet, but I saw the Twisted videos on Friday Night Videos and uh, maybe sometimes uh, U68 and stuff like that. U68, but, right. Yeah. U68 videos. I would stare at this record and read the liner notes and the lyrics and hours and hours and hours. What an incredible record. And obviously the hits are great, but... Even songs like Stay Hungry, that is so underrated. The Price, the the price. price Captain Howdy, um, SMF, just yes. Every, there's, not, there's not one filler track on that record. Incredible, you, incredible record. What I want to say, what, what I said earlier, if you close your eyes and ignore the clown show, like Kiss, <laughs> and that album actually musically... <sighs> actually has some meat to it mm-hmm. no unlike well i'm not gonna say kiss but all but the twisted the, albums I mean, have have a lot of, had a lot of substance to it but yeah, they don't become this, who this they anything. are if they don't look like who they are yeah yeah there's some the showmanship yeah the showmanship did it Joe, that live show that everyone saw of him yeah. performing live really sold it the the california one was it remember that one oh so that really sold it yep the the Kiss album that came out in 1984. What Analyze. would you? How would you? How would you rank that album? Oh, it would have been my number one choice. But I, I, <laughs> I again, I, I take it off the list. I, I <clears throat> any of these lists where we do top five favorite songs or albums, I take all the Kiss stuff off because if we did our top five albums of all time, they would be five Kiss albums all the time. So really, yeah, I don't do it. This is a long episode. We don't need any honorable mentions because we named all the great records on this record on this on this year. We don't need honorable mentions. It's crazy. No need for it. We we covered a lot of ground, whether it's all the way from Ride the Lightning. Ernie even mentioned uh, Like a Virgin came out this year. Just an incredible year for music. This was really the first year for me that I could really say that I started getting into new music. It's seven years you know, old. You know, Amazing. Go, going back, I liked music before that, of course, but this was the first year that I started taking notice of music. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I bought Thriller and stuff like that in 82, and I knew I had albums already. I was into yeah. Kiss already, but this was the first year that I really, wow, music yeah. is, is a big part of my life. All right, who's got some final right. words? Stevie, what do you got? 
Uh, listen, the 80s were, uh, were big. You know, I, I love 80s pop. I love 80s rock. Um, you know, when you're growing up, it, it, it's a special place in your life and it sticks with you. And you hear these songs like, you know, 20 years later and uh, it takes you back, you know, and it's, it's a great thing. I love it, you know. Billy, what do you got? Just as you mentioned, it was a lot of fun just to try to research all the songs and albums that uh, came yeah. out. And, and it's just like such a, it was such a great year for music. Not, not most of the 80s was to us, but there was just so much, you know, many good albums that you could have went either way. And, and a lot of the albums, multiple, you know, a lot of us picked the same album. So that's a lot to be said about yeah. those bands, uh, Van Halen. Um, so, uh, you know, not if it was good. So. I, I think Van Halen and Born in the USA got, got the most duplicates, which is crazy. Yeah. Monster, any last words? Ernie, I love you. I love you too, Dr. Uh -oh. Merry uh -oh. Christmas. And uh, oh, maybe yeah. uh, another episode how me and you used to share our birthdays in Little Australia and all that before they started sending my family. Oh, that's right. Happy friends. early birthday, bro. Oh, yeah, right. Listen, I hate my birthday. All right, boys. This was a, <laughs> this was a great one. Dr. Slash Monster Slash Tommy. Happy early birthday. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone, everyone, boys. We'll see you soon. Love it. Nice.